everybody just shut up! I have had it! That's it! There is a limit to how much I can take! What are you talking about? Look around you, Tiff! This is nuts! And I have a very high tolerance for nuts. If this is what it takes to be human, then I would rather take my chances as a supernaturally possessed doll. It's less complicated. You can't be serious. As a heart attack. Think about it. What's so great about being human anyway? You get sick. You get old. You can't get it up anymore. I'm not looking forward to that. I want to be Jennifer Tilly. I want to be a star. And I don't want to be your chauffeur. As a doll, I'm fucking infamous. I'm one of the most notorious slashers in history. And I don't want to give that up. I am Chucky, the killer doll. And I dig it. Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 150. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today. Bad luck, Chuck, too. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it without laughing. Bad luck, too. Bad luck, Chuck. Two electric boogaloo. That was that was that was better. It, uh, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. We've but officially uh, we've officially <laughs> run out of all creativity on this show, and we're just lifting titles from other movies. That's okay, I'm, but it's it, a great movie. But no, but you know it works though because let's, one of the movies today is a parody of other movies, as is the title, so it works now. Sure. We didn't think about that before. This is, see, on the spot, we're better at figuring You're this out. You're kind of working things out. Gotta, yep. work, gotta work through it. It's like when you write lyrics and you have no idea what they mean, and then like five years later, you go, oh, that's what this song's I about. Listen to, <laughs> I listen to songs that I wrote five years later, even ten years later, and I go, what the fuck was I thinking? I, they, they make no sense at no, all. No, but you've had it's that nonsense. happen, though, right? Oh, yeah. Where you, you write something, and it just seems like nonsense. It just sounds cool. I actually usually... And then like two years later, you you listen to it, and then you and then you put meaning to it, and you're like, I, oh, yeah, this I song's actually about... Usually wait Oh, I hate myself. I wait until somebody else tells me what it's about. That's what most of the usually, songs are about. usually they tell me that it's about me hating myself. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> I just, I just wait till other people figure it out first. And my parents. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Justin. And uh, we got a newbie in the hot seat today. In the hot seat. The hot seat. Uh, Carney's here. Hi. Hey, Carney. <laughs> <laughs> so you've heard us talk about Carney a lot in the show because he's always correcting my dumbass. Mm, that's true. Uh, and, 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 and James, but honestly. Mostly he's, mine. He's pretty dumb, mostly too. Mostly James. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel uh, like, I feel like Tank has like the monopoly on correcting me. Carney's got the monopoly on correcting you. With some veto sprinkled in there. Some veto sprinkled in, in, yeah. Um, so Carney and I have known each other since, what, ninth grade? Tenth grade. Tenth grade? So that's... Damn, how many years ago was that now? That's you're old. Yes. That's 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 how many years it is. It, I, I'm actually trying to do the math, but I'm bad at math. What's uh, what were we? Fifteen when we met each other? Uh, I think you were fifteen. I was sixteen. Okay. So oh yeah, it's what's fifteen? Almost twenty yeah. years. Wow! 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 No. Oh. <laughs> no, do you remember where we met for the first time? Uh, this, is, this is like asking. Do you remember? Dating. Do you remember what the uh, what color dress your wife was wearing the first time you met her? I remember she was wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans, 
I, that's, that's pretty good, actually. That's what that's, she was, that's, that's <laughs> that's what she was wearing the first time I met her <laughs> at Taco Bell. Um, and she had a Crunchwrap Supreme, and she was... <laughs> She ate it like a chipmunk, and it was super cute. But um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Did we meet at Glaze's house for the first no. time? No. no. You've oh, actually wait. mentioned this place on the show multiple times. Uh, hmm. Is it an establishment or somebody's house? An establishment. What the fuck, James? Amateur hour. We're not turning off my text. It messages. wasn't. It wasn't me for once. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Your phone would never make the sound. Do ding. Rollerblading no. behind thumb home real video. <laughs> Rollerblading no. behind thumb home real video. And I'm pretty sure. Wait, didn't when I left? Didn't you go? Man, that guy's a jackass. <laughs> Isn't that a true story? <laughs> yeah, because you're wearing that stupid Stoozy hat or no? I think, it, hat or I think something. it was a. I think it was a PNB hat. It's a blue PNB hat, and I still have it. It's in my closet at home. I always forget that you are also from Bad Axe. I always forget that was where. He's not, from. he's not really from... No, I'm, well, not, I'm not born and raised. I well, lived there for... No, lucky you. Yeah. So this is one of those things where uh, you were rollerblading and like, look, another rollerblader. I'm going to talk to this guy. Like, you just happened to be... Or was this like a hot spot for rollerbladers he or was, something? Well, there were there were exactly five rollerbladers <laughs> in Bad Axe and... Uh, There's we actually were... only five rollerblades. Somebody had to go on one. <laughs> 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 so there's actually there's two two rollerbladers and then one guy just cruising around on one rollerblade. He was actually the cool guy. He was like a shark. I was the cool guy on one rollerblade. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that we we were with uh, with I, a couple of our buddies already, right? Yeah, yeah. I was friends with some other guys that you knew, but I was just becoming friends with them. So they were like, "Hey, this is the spot to go to," and then couple of you other guys were already over there so so that seemed like a good idea to uh the guys who were already friends with me to talk shit about me when yeah. i left yeah. <laughs> nothing has changed so this was literally a spot just like uh, just a nice smooth pave pavement spot where everyone liked to rollerblade or was this like aggressive skating no like there's cool waxed up curbs was, or it, was it fresh nar well it, uh there's first of all there's there's no nice smooth places to rollerblade <laughs> in bags no we were doing uh aggressive inline you know no, doing some just, uh i think there was some sweet mute grabs mute, off, oh yeah off of the, 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 the loading mute, dock the mute grab was my jam maybe it would, maybe <laughs> you, you guys were literally napoleon dynamite just going off sweet jumps weren't you <laughs> dropped getting, a, a 180 topside mizu getting sick air yeah and we would uh yeah did you have blue did you have like blue hair at the time or anything or pink hair no i no? i didn't have the amount of hair that i have right now i've had my entire life <laughs> That sucks for I was, you, dude. I was born looking like a 40-year-old man. Um, no, but then uh, we became fast friends. We and did. then uh, Carney was then actually the uh, the manager of our road crew in our in our high school band. Oh. Um, not not like the school band, but my, my punk rock band. Oh. And by manager of my road crew, I mean he was the entire road crew. That's <laughs> true. He was a hell of a roadie, though. I never had to carry my own bass amp. That was nice. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, that bass amp isn't gonna move itself. <laughs> better, better being your your bass amp guy than his drum guy back when we used to play. Oh yeah, with the with the, I, the giant I didn't box. have a drum guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So welcome, Carney. Yes, thanks for Thank coming on, man. Now you can just correct us live on air while we make mistakes. That's yeah. what I'm hoping for. That's yeah. No, I hope <laughs> so Very rarely do we have correction-free episodes. So if we can get one for next week, then you did your job correctly. I don't think. Do you, do you have any this I do. week? I do. Well, let's get into um, them. <laughs> No shit. We didn't even do the. We, we, we did nothing, James. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm, you're uh, so you're so flustered because your friend is here. I'm scattered. Yeah. Um, no. What, do you guys do anything this week, though? Yeah, I actually did a lot, and I was about to skip it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I went. Uh, me, me and the wife went to see John Mayer. Oh. 
That was uh, that was a nice night out on the town. And what do you want? I would love to have a beer, thank you. Just a, a Bud Light. Yeah. Uh, we went to see John Mayer. That was great at LCA. It was one of the best mixed shows at a at a large venue that Considering I've ever heard. The last couple shows that we've seen have been mixed terribly. At least the one last yeah. one was mixed terribly. That was probably a good change of pace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, it was cool. Uh, there was. We were in the first row, like down by where the ice would be, you know. Yep. So we were we were really close, and uh, I mean he's you know he's, he's John Mayer. He's John Mayer. He's incredible live. There was like some dudes behind us who it was pretty clear that their girlfriends had dragged them there, and so at first they're just like, "Fucking body is the Wonderland, douche!" Like, and, <laughs> and then he hit his first like ten minute guitar solo, and you could see all three of them just be like, "Whoa." <laughs> their, like, their jaws got yeah. longer their dicks got shorter yeah. <laughs> like oh shit yeah so yeah, yeah no, he's, nice he's incredible I, uh, you don't have to even like him to appreciate him though like mm. he's one of those guys that you're just in awe when you watch him play yeah because he's he's one of the he's one of the few musicians that i think like especially in this day and age that really like you can tell like the music is for lack of a better way of describing it flowing through him you know uh, what i'm saying like he's a true musician though uh, like, yes. he, it's, it's rare let the music flow through you like she lars from metallica from right <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. When he yeah, sees trash cool. can lids, he just oozes music. <laughs> taking uh, taking my wife to see a man who's vastly more talented and better looking than me. Well, that's not <laughs> And hard. watching him do things that uh, I could never do to her. That's always a good night out on the town. Well, right? you guys came to my house the other night. It's really <laughs> uh, speaking of shows, though, I also went to a show. I saw, I finally, finally saw Bad Religion mm. which uh, was a, that was your first time seeing them? first time seeing them mm. they, that was a bucket list band for sure and I tell you what in their mid 50s I think some of them are closer to 60 at this point mm -hmm. dude they fucking killed it like oh, yeah. holy hell that was a good show yeah man um, like they sound just as good like I met um, our buddy Ben Wixon yeah, yeah Ben uh, he was there too and uh, like he was saying like, like they're just as good now or it wasn't Ben telling me that he was there, but it wasn't him telling me that. But uh, Chris, the Chris guy that Jordan, I was with, yeah, he was saying like, they're just as good now as they were when, like, like twenty years ago. Like they, like he was saying, like they, like Greg Gaffin does like the same movements and everything. Like mm -hmm. they're no different now than they were then. And I'm happy that I finally got to see him. Would you say that the music flows through them? Um, Would you say that? Fifty percent. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It, uh, was the whole show sort of a mood piece? A <laughs> <laughs> little bit. Little bit. Uh, no, it was. It was just really good. They played a good mix of like all their songs. Like they, they don't shy away from playing their old stuff, and they, they fucking kill it. Cool. I've never seen a sixty-year-old man's hands move that fast, like down picking on like like old punk riffs and stuff. I'm like, how do you? How does he yeah, not right. have? <laughs> how does he not have? Carpal tunnel, tunnel at that age, like playing because that he still fast does still. it. It's, yeah, does it every day. Sure. I don't know. With that, I guess that would probably make it worse, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was incredible. They put on an, a hell of a show. But So if you're into that, you know, punk rock or whatever, and you've never seen Bad Religion, do yourself a favor and do it. I'm only right seen, on, man. I've only seen them once, and I think it was a, at a Warp Tour at Comerica. Okay. I was I there. Seen, yeah, was that the 2006? Yeah. Uh, I think that was... Might have been five. I don't oh, remember. Okay. Were you guys rolling no, away there? No, it wasn't five. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing, <laughs> some, we were doing <laughs> some extreme, aggressive inline skating. It definitely was not 05. It, it, wasn't? Was, it wasn't at Comerica in 05. It was still at the uh, Silverdome. Because I played 05, and it was at the Silverdome. Ooh. I can't ever say that without you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> what about you, Jay? Uh, I was on stage playing with John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> just got to throw that out there. <laughs> I uh, fucking hate you guys I, so much. I, I didn't do much this week. Kind of same old crap. I had one really, really cool day, though. 
I got to go out and celebrate somebody's birthday. Uh, oh yeah, I, ce- <laughs> I celebrated Mike's birthday. How did just, you just that, me? Man. Nobody else was there. <laughs> only I me. don't care about my birthday. That's why. <laughs> no, we all went out and we uh, hit a bar. You guys did some some dinner beforehand, and then we mm-hmm. went bowling and uh, listen and we, some unexpected karaoke. We slayed karaoke with the with the old folks crowd, Hell and yeah, they loved did. us for it. Yeah, and man. we loved them. It was for being thrown together last guy. minute. It was a it was out to be a good evening. Yeah, 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 it was super fun. I always I I love bowling, man. It was like it's never a bad night. Fucking. Brian uh, forced Mike to put something together for his birthday and then left after about a half hour. Yep, yep that's pretty much how it went. Classic. Classic, Brian. So, but, uh, uh, all right, cool. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Now we can, now now we can now get, now get, we can some get corrections. into some Stupid! You're so stupid! So in a weird, in a weird twist. What a twist. What a twist. Uh, it wasn't you that got stuff wrong. It was me. You, uh, you're home free. Yes. This uh, this week, you're home yes. free. Um, so last week we said that uh, we were going to. Last week was our Stranger Things three episode. Yeah, and uh, we had said that we were going to post a spoiler warning with it. I didn't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so if we gave anything away before you clicked on it, I apologize. Well, to for that. be fair, I think within the first like five minutes of the show, we said spoilers. Ahead, yeah, no, right? I was gonna, I was talking about that we were gonna post it like in the written description. Yeah, you know, I, I just didn't. And do if that. you're clicking on to listen to an episode about Stranger Things three, which just came out, you imagine people are gonna be talking about what yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's not a correction then. We didn't need to do it. Well, yeah. here, here, I've if, got. If, if, if you got thrown off by fuck you, I've your got, fault. I've you got, clicked on I've it. I've got one for you. <laughs> Then that, I've got one for you. Then speaking of you forgetting to post stuff, uh, so at the show, at the show here, we we decided to start this beautiful collective of just amazing people called yeah. the Can Crackers Collective, and uh, I've asked Mike time and time again, Mike, represent the collective, man. Make sure that you put the nope. hashtag Can Can Crackers Collective. <laughs> you can't even say it. And he doesn't do it. And that's I d- I frustrating don't. me. I don't. I, I wish that I could say... I'm starting to doubt your commitment. I w- I'm starting to doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. <laughs> um, no, I wish that I could say that I'm doing it just to piss you off because that would actually be way more funny well, that's than the, me just literally not being able to remember to do that's it. That's the thing. I texted him earlier today and I was like, I was like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> I was like, is this one of those things where you're just taking like a completely non-principled stance against something just because I told you to do it? Because he does that. I do that. I'll be like, I'll be like, dude, this movie was so good. You got to watch it, and then he'll never watch it for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I rented, I rented Headhunter for seven ninety nine, and you were it. off for two weeks while your nose was healing. And I said, dude, watch this fucking movie because I rented it for seven ninety nine, and he still wouldn't do it. I said, what were you doing? I don't know, man. I had like other stuff I wanted to watch. What would you watch? I don't know, nothing. <laughs> YouTube videos, you, probably. <laughs> how you frustrate me, Michael? You son of a bitch. Anyway, I continue. It's not because I hate you. I continue love you. with the. Um, um, okay, so last week it was either last week or the week before. I forget which week it was, but I uh, in the news we talked about how um, Guillermo del Toro was getting a star on the Hollywood Walk oh, of Fame. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. I was telling everyone like next year if you're there, you know, be in town for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that happened two days ago. Not next year. So hopefully, hopefully nobody made plans to go to go to this. Because Damn it, Mike! I booked my trip and everything. Yeah. Piece of shit. 
I don't know how I missed that small detail. Did, that it, was, wait, did you say next year when you were supposed to say next week? Well, no, I legitimately thought it was next year. I must have read it wrong. Did you, I'm just going read the, the did you read the date and you thought it was like probably August yeah. well, 2nd it, of 2020? It seems like super quick to read about it and then it happens within the next week. Mm. That seemed super quick, so I just didn't even bother to look into it. And I'm an idiot. Well, it's, so. the, it's the type of thing they probably plan ahead for a little while, and then when they announce it, it happens pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, they're, so, they're not just like, I, uh, somebody walk out and see if there's a spot for Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so if, uh, if you if you plan a trip to go see him, uh, whoops, sorry. Whoops. Uh, that's that's all I got. I, I, uh, I do find this funny. Yeah. Our, our back and forth going here, uh, Carney's girlfriend is here, couching it. Miss Haley. Hi, oh, Haley. Hi. Uh, the looks that she's giving us, I don't think that she realized how big of assholes we were to each other on air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, she's listened to the show before. Oh, she has. Oh, she's listened to the show That's before. our dynamic. I also drank with you guys. So I feel like oh, yeah, it does. That's true. That's true. She was at Lenane Rouge. <laughs> and, well, two years. Two years two, of Lenane Rouge. Two, two, two years two of Lenane years. Rouge. Yeah, so it's uh, it's not hard to see how big of a... We're not really assholes to anybody other than each well, other. Yeah. Sometimes fucking Brian, we're assholes to him. Well, he deserves it. That's true. That's because he's true. an asshole. That's you true. don't get the name. He, he deserves Brian that no title. <laughs> uh, but um, last, anyway. last thing that I have kind of as a correction, uh, my my lovely wife did bring to my attention that when we were talking last week about um, about the uh, Stranger Things, there was the part in. Did you guys already watch Stranger Things three? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. So the leave the three three inches three leave the door open three inches yeah. for your old man. First that two. was totally Aaron that brought that to my attention. Oh, so she was so calling I you out for taking I was, credit. I for wasn't her. the smart one. She's mm. like, "You stole my idea," and I was like, <laughs> "Did I?" <laughs> and I probably knew that I did, but I just tried to make myself sound cool. And now stealing, I uh, stealing stealing words walk it back. right out of your wife's mouth. I didn't think she was gonna listen to it. <laughs> she never does. <laughs> So well, anyway, you got caught. that's it. Aaron, I love you. You are the light of my life. And that's all. That's all I have for corrections. All right. So what are we doing this week? What are we drinking? What's going on here? Well, um, this week we are talking. So it's um, it's our second second week. Two of three. Two of three of the Child's Play retrospective. Oh, yeah. What a, what, a, what a doozy of a set of movies this week, too. I like them, man. Hey, we'll, we'll get into it. Um... So this week we're talking about the the, the you can kind of you can kind of split these up because you have the Andy Barkley trilogy. Yep. So we gave that a name. We have to give this duo of movies a name. What do you want to call these ones? Like the the, the I don't know the the, the, the in stitches duo. <laughs> the in stitches duology. That's, there you go. The yeah, in stitches nice. duology. There I we like go. that. Okay. Because it's funny, and he's got stitches, James. That is true. Do you want one of these? Sure. There you go. Um. So the In Stitches duology, which is uh, Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. That's a fun sound. <laughs> so this week we are drinking Voodoo Ranger Jucifer. Yeah. New England IPA from uh, New Belgium. Yep. So right, there are right three. here in beautiful Belgium, Michigan. There are three different versions of the Voodoo Ranger. Um, there's the Hazy IPA, which we have. There's the regular IPA. And I believe it's the Imperial. Carney, do you know? Is it the Imperial uh, IPA? I believe so. I think it's the other one, yeah. Uh, I've had all three. This is honestly the best one. So uh, I got us the goods this week, guys. Hey. Am I stupid or wasn't New Oh oh I'm thinking of uh I'm thinking of New Holland. New oh, Holland. Oh yeah, you are stupid. Yeah, you in, are, you yeah are New stupid. Belgium is not in <laughs> Belgium. 
Where's, where's <laughs> Belgium, Michigan? <laughs> I was thinking of Holland, Michigan and New Holland Brewing. Oh, they it's both, in Belgium, yeah. They, they both start with New. Shut up. So New Belgium Brewing is actually in Fort Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. Not Detroit. This is Jucifer IPA. Brimming with citrus aromas from Galaxy and Citra Hops, this moderately sweet and hazy IPA is devilishly juicy. Ooh, devilish. uh, the devil, the devil is juicy. In in all fairness, um, so voodoo, obviously, because the whole Dambala thing, it's voodoo. The voodoo, uh, dude, you've watched curse, these movies you your you've watched these movies your whole life, and you can still you still can't say that name. Dambala. There you go. There we go. Sorry, let's do it to piss you off, James. <sighs> well, don't, don't you drink yet? Mission accomplished. <laughs> all right, let's give this a try, she boys. Is. Can cracks are never cheers. You can never cheer, a good you can cheers, cheers me with the open one. That's fine. <laughs> you know when 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 hazy IPAs started coming around, I was not a big fan of them. Like at first, uh, I think M forty three. Our buddy Chris was like obsessed with, which is silly. M forty three is delicious. You no, know, well, I, I've come around to. It. I had three of them last night, but mm. like, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just didn't like them at first. I don't know what it was. Like, it took me a while to come around to it, and then I then we had the um, Sierra Nevada uh, hazy IPA. Uh, uh, oh, the, called? the uh, um, shit. Oh my god, what's it called? It, it's delicious. We it's, just drink it all. We, uh, we, we drink it all the time. We do. It's it's easily the best I think of the like the New England hazy IPA. So have you had it? Uh, Sierra, I had that one. Oh, ha- uh, hazy little thing. Hazy little thing. Yeah, it is delicious. It's, it is it's, really good. And like once, I, once I my palate best, got but... used to that, I all of them now are like good. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so this mm-hmm. is delicious. I like it. Very nice. And let's be honest, this guy's pretty badass on the can. Yeah, he's super he's red. Good, he's like say, an old school um, biker with spikes on his shoulders. You know, I don't see one per- <laughs> <laughs> You don't see what? <clears throat> <clears throat> Nothing. I'm not, I'm not even going to continue. This is terrible. You, you know what else didn't continue? What? Your ball's dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, oh, oh, God. All you right. know you love it. No. Just, okay. Just, you know what? Just say it. It's time for Jimmy Tony. Mm. Yep. Yeah, and he got you good. I, I listened back to the episode last from last week to see what I missed when I was out of the room. Yeah. He got you good. Um. He. Uh. He's. He's an asshole. Well, and, and he did. But. Um, he's my cousin. So watch no. the. No, I won't. Watch the insults. No. No. So. No. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> it's time for everybody's favorite segment of the show, except my wife, who hates it with a <laughs> with a passion. There are many things she hates about this show, but this is the worst part as what far she, as she's concerned. What does she hate more, though? This portion of the show, or, or the rest? Or your, or your... <laughs> and the, the answer is yes to both. <laughs> well, I told you that my wife. I played her the clip. I told her we got this new thing. Jim's cousin's calling in, and I played, and she's like, "You guys are." Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're doing something <laughs> right, gentlemen. But, but we like it. So that's all that matters, right? You know what? In all fairness, like that little peek behind the curtain, we've had really good uh, feedback about the Jimmy Tony stuff. People See? seem to like him. People like him. People he's like a, him. He's a good guy. He's a likable guy. He's got a but lot, I've of, lot of charisma. But i only the male demographic that likes it, though. So there's something there. There's definitely something there. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into it. It's Jimmy Tony's Marvelous Minute! All right, Jimmy Tony, you there with us? Yeah, boys, I'm here. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? Good, man, how you doing? Uh, I'm, well, I was doing better five minutes ago, but we'll get through it. Well, uh, you know what, Mike, I, I don't have anything for you this week. To be oh. honest with you, I'm, uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to play it clean because, uh... 
I got home. I got home after uh, being on the run for a couple oh, weeks. Oh, you're, you're not you're not in the back of a tourist still. No, man, I'm back home. But my <laughs> wife wasn't too uh, wasn't too happy with me. She was. Uh, you didn't bring home another stray goat, did you? No, man. She was <laughs> she was madder than a wet hen that I didn't escape with any of the hooch from the uh, the dam retreat. So. So uh, she's not too happy with me. So I'm trying. I'm trying to play it cool and just be nice. All right, all right. Jimmy Tony, my brother from another mud. What's hey, happening, damn, man? Damn. You know what? Now that I hear his voice, damn, Mike. You know what? It's. It's glad. I'm glad yeah. to have you back, dude. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. It's good to be back. I hear your voice, and it's so angelic. And then I go back and I think about how it's just nice to Mike, and I feel bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. The feeling's mutual. <laughs> Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what do you got for us? Uh, what's going on here? Well, all right, boys. Uh, <clears throat> this week, um, we did a, a little bit of the uh, the Winter Soldier, the Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm. But be, uh, before we get into that, I listen to your show all the time because I love you. I love you, boys. Not you, Mike, but I love the rest <laughs> of you. And uh, I hear you mentioning this uh, Instagram thing at the end of your show. So yeah. I decided to go ahead and set myself up an account, you know? I, I saw that. I saw your first post. It was, uh, it was a hell of a selfie. A what? A, a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> what? Damn. That's what the shit are you talking about, man? I don't I don't do that kind of shit in public. <laughs> you some kind of pervert or something. I don't know. You, you know what? I don't know what you're thinking of, but there's no part of me that doesn't think you don't do that in public. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's just move on, boys, all right? All right, so, uh, yeah, you want to start my timer? I'm going to just jump right into it here. All right. Let's do it. Here's your timer, and go. All right, Captain America Winter Soldier. We catch up with Steve Rogers, who is now the finest hired gun, or shield, rather, that the Stars and Stripes has to offer. I'll tell you, boys, I love this character, and you know I do. It's a man thrust into the time that is not his own, learning how to assimilate to a modern culture while his values and his principles accurately capture the Zach. Zeitgeist of the forties. Wow, and I feel, that was a that was a big word for you, zeitgeist. You, zeitgeist. That was a big. I don't know what that word means. Did I use it right? I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> he spends most of the film partnered with the lovely and deadly Natasha Romanoff. Mm-hmm. Oh, Natasha, Natasha, <laughs> Natasha. Easy there, easy there, partner. Oh, sorry, boys. I got a little off track there. He spends the rest of the film fighting off those damn dirty Hydra bastards who have managed to weasel their way into S.H.I.E.L.D. And the other half fighting this mysterious Winter Soldier. This boy's got a metal arm. And all I'm saying is, for so, that's, that's time already, boys. I, the I dogs are calling, man. Get off my lawn. All I gotta, all I gotta say is this boy with the metal arm. All I'm saying is, for his own sake, when he's alone having a selfie, I hope that it, this boy is right-handed. I hope to God he's right-handed. All right. Well, that's that's pretty much it. They spend the rest of the movie in just like the finest sort of fight, combat, uh, acrobatic, damn. You, you know what I'm talking about. It's it's one of the <laughs> finest finest fight scenes, some of the finest fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. It is good. It is good. And, uh, you know, America, baby. You know I love America, and that's, uh, that's always going to top my those, list. Those colors don't run, right, Jimmy Tony? <laughs> you know it, boy. You know it. <laughs> so anyway, let's uh, let's end this thing with some, some scores, how about? All right, what you got? Uh, the lovely Natasha Romanoff. She gets a 1,485. <laughs> That's one point for each second of screen time. <laughs> Boys, if you find a woman who can kill a man without blinking those beautiful green eyes, you put a ring on that finger. You know what I'm saying? 
Steve Rogers gets 3,540. 3, That's one for every second he's on screen. Ladies, let me tell you. If you can find a man who's fighting terrorists for a week and walks out of it with his hair still looking like he's carved out of marble, put a ring on it. <laughs> and the damn Winter Soldier, I'm giving that boy a 795. He gets one point for every second he's on screen for giving me the hope that if I get my hands on a damn bionic arm, I might just make something to myself one day. Um, nah. Or, or you kill yourself. Se- he'd be taking more of himself. He's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you boys know it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, wait. Hold on, boys. Ah, shit. I'm going ha- to have to cut this short, boys. I got to go. There's, Why? There's 30 to 50 feral hogs about to bust into my damn yard. And my kids are out there. I got to go, boys. <laughs> All right, Jimmy Tony. I think he's gone. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, he's, um, he's always got something crazy going on. He, man. he does. I, I I feel like I kind of want to take a road trip out to Jimmy Tony's house just to see what he's got going on. I kind of feel like it would be it'd be walking into like a weird southern haunted house. Like true, right? <laughs> just walking through this maze of his life. You know, <laughs> I'm talking with his drawing out. <laughs> this maze of his life. Why are you talking like that? Uh, so Jimmy Tony was just on, and uh, you know, you know Jimmy Tony's Southern draw, yeah. And uh, he's he's rubbing off on me. That sounded oh. terrible. <laughs> I don't want any of that. Taking I want those selfies. That. He was having a selfie on you. He was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, You've heard about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Selfies. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, I'm sure oh, he's so been weird. calling. He, he doesn't. Well, he, he thinks it's something different than what. Uh, oh, the rest I, of I'm aware think. of what it means. Coming up in my family, that's what we called it. Coming so. up in your family. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. I know you guys are close, but come on, don't don't take selfies together, please. <laughs> All right, well, that's what we're drinking, that's what we're talking about. That was Jimmy Tony. Let's get into the bleed feed. Guess what? What? Two weeks in a row. Nobody died. Somebody, probably somewhere. Well, somebody. Yeah. But no, no, nobody on our radar <laughs> died. That's good. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the horror world passed away. It's a good two weeks. All right. Um, okay. Uh, let's get into some news that I'm actually very excited about. Um, so I. I'm per- guessing it's Evil Dead related. It, it, it will be. It will be. Um, so I finally I purchased my tickets. I am going to Los Angeles, middle of September. And going to Hollywood Horror Nights. Stop aggressively gesturing toward me. (laughs) It's making me uncomfortable. (laughs) Halloween Horror Nights. I'm going to it this year. What'd you call it? Hollywood. 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 (laughs) I mean, it's kind of Hollywood Horror Nights, right? Sure, yeah. But Halloween Horror Nights, I am going to it in Hollywood this year. Nice. Uh, I'm super excited. I haven't been there in 10 years. So I'm going out to visit uh, our good friend Vito, friend of the show. Um, And uh, I'm going to spend four days out there. And while I'm there, speaking of Evil Dead... There is at the Mystic Museum. They had this uh, this whole throwback VHS rental store like exhibit mm-hmm. up, and it's this thing called the Mystic Museum where it's like weird pop culture stuff, you know. And they 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 renovate the whole building to basically be this one thing for a couple of months out of the year. Mm-hmm. They had this whole VHS <coughs> rental store first, and now the new one starting September seventh is an entire immersive Evil Dead exhibit. Oh, so you better fucking believe I'm going to that. God. I'm super pumped for it. How does it how does it feel knowing that uh, the the things that you are into, I guess the things that we are into, they're old enough to where they get museum exhibits. You know what makes me feel pretty good. Not gonna <laughs> lie, not gonna lie. Don't even care. <laughs> this um, is called a VHS tape. <laughs> laser disc. 
It's a silver record. <laughs> you think it's a silver record. Um, okay, anyway, speaking of Halloween Horror Nights, though, uh, two new mazes have been announced within the last week. Um, Where first are they up, putting all this shit? Well, Jeez. there's more this year than... There's still three to be announced. Oh there's God. more this year than any other year, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, this week it was announced uh, most recently that Jordan Peele's Us is going to be getting its own... Uh, Halloween Horror Nights Maze, really? which is amazing. Now, I still wow. haven't seen Us. I do know a lot about it. <laughs> what? I, I know, I know. I've been waiting. <laughs> on, but no, here's the thing. I could have seen it, but uh friend of the show, Branson, James Pants, he's been wanting to watch it with us, so yeah. we've actually kind of put it off because we just haven't found the night to Ooh. actually get together and watch it. Yeah. But we're going to, and I definitely will before I go to this, but I know enough about it to know how fucking awesome it's going to be. Um, All you need so, to know is that you put five on it. You got the five on it. Or a god um, five on it. Like, I don't know. Shit. You still haven't that. seen that? No. Have you seen it? <laughs> I've seen oh, he's it in like the theater. Op- like opening night. <laughs> Jay's showing us up here. <laughs> Jay's better at this than we um, are. That's exciting, though. I'm very excited about it. There's been nothing but amazing, obviously, reviews for that yeah. movie. So I'm super pumped to go and experience that. Well, see, um, now I've forgotten so much about it. So when we do an episode on it, I'm going to unfortunately have to rewatch it. We should do an episode with us and them. The killer ant movie. That's us versus them. <laughs> us versus them. We, it, <laughs> it, it just makes, writes itself. It makes no sense, but it makes all the sense. Yes, in the world. it does. Yeah, that's a good episode. <laughs> but uh, anyway, in Jordan Peele's Us uh, maze, there that's uh, you will follow in the footsteps of a young girl, Adelaide Wilson, uh, and her traumatic encounters with doppelgangers. Uh, then transition to present day, thrusting guests into the chaos of the tethered as they emerge to murder their doubles. Oh, spoiler alert! Right? Yeah, you, you know <laughs> nothing about that. Listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, I don't care at this point. It's all um, stuff that we. Already it's all know. stuff. Yeah, that's, that, there's nothing really is given away there. We, we already knew about the doppelgangers because they're in the fucking previews. Oh God, stop saying it. They're in the previews, <laughs> man. Like, come on. I don't know that. I'm not. They look exactly like them. I'm not giving anything away. Whoa! <laughs> come on, man. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Just go. Right. Keep going. Also joining Halloween Horror Nights is a creep show maze. Did you hear about this? Oh, nice. That's sweet. Ugh, I'm so pumped about this. So the maze is going to focus on the 1982 classic as well as Shudder's new series, and it's going to include five different tales. Uh, Father's Day, The Crate, and They're All Creeping Up on You, which are from the 1982 original. Mm-hmm. And then also there's going to be new tales uh, called Gray Matter and Bad Wolf Down, uh, which are from the new series. Oh, come on. Nothing from Creepshow 3? <laughs> 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 they, 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 there was no budget for it. They they ran out. You know, uh, I'm actually kind of bummed. There's not Creepshow two stuff though. Like I would have mm. loved to seen you know some of the stuff from that. Yeah. But uh, I'm happy with what we got here. Um, K and B Effects is doing all the special effects for the maze, Damn. which they actually do a lot of horror night stuff already. Sure. Yeah. But they're doing all of this, which is it's proving to be amazing. Yeah. So I am beyond excited to go this year. Like I said, there's still three mazes that have to be announced. There's a, a Wolfman and Frankenstein maze where you're going to be going through like old Hollywood sets, which is Sweet. freaking incredible. There's uh there's, there's a whole bunch of other. I'm super pumped. I'll be doing I might do like a, uh, like a live video thing <clears throat> while we're there and That's, throw it up on our uh, Instagram or something. Yeah, we've never gone live on Instagram. No, we I should might, probably I do might that do it once. Though. In a month, watch out for me forgetting to do it. That's calling <laughs> that right now. The only thing that we'll be missing are the the two best parts of the show, me and Jay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's actually very true. Well, Vito will be there. He's he's a oh yeah part of the yeah show. he's a, he's a good substitute, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Speaking of special effects, <clears throat> uh, if you're a fan of Tom Savini, which who's not a fan of. Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Uh, the official biography of Tom Savini is going to be available November 3rd, which happens to be his birthday. 
Hmm. Uh, written by Tom himself. It will feature over 425... What's so funny? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just go. Uh, it's going to feature over 425 color photos spanning his entire career. Uh, the limited edition is available now for pre-order for a whopping $75, Jeez. which seems a bit excessive for a book, in mm. my opinion. I don't know, man. You ever mm. You ever gone to college? <laughs> Touche. It costs it costs like two hundred dollars. I don't think for a, Tom Savini is partnering with the government to rip you <laughs> off, though. It costs like two hundred dollars for a spiral bound like Ugh. ten page notebook. Blank loose leaf. Yeah. <laughs> you actually um, have to fill it in yourself. Yeah, and right, it's Two hundred dollars. Right. Uh, there's also a, an autographed version that sells for a hundred dollars. See, I would go. I would. I would spring for the autographed one. So I already like, have Tom Savini's autograph. Bucks. On a VHS that he didn't work on. He gave me a personal tour <laughs> of I'm his school. <laughs> yeah, right. right. That's right. Yeah. Go to that school. He, he went, went tour for free. And, and he was he autograph. was just a normal dude. He was a little. He, he was just. He was cool, man. Nor well, normal, normal in quotations because he's like seventy and he's absolutely jacked. Sixty. He's, that's not normal. I think he's sixty. He just no, whatever, stormed man. in the the room with the uh, the person that was uh, doing the consultation because my sister was going try, applying to go to makeup school there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just comes walking in and goes, oh, hey, you're here from the tour? Let me give you a tour. And just takes us around on a tour. And I was like, that's pretty yeah, cool. In in the re- more that's recent rad. years that I've had interactions with him at um, like conventions and whatnot, <clears> he yeah. seems like a really cool dude. The, my first time, we've talked about this on the show before, my very first interaction with him, I thought he was the biggest dickhead in the entire <laughs> world. <laughs> but And then I chipped him out of 20 bucks <laughs> for an autograph. <laughs> But like after that though, like he's he's actually does seem really cool. Yeah. You now he's I mean, let's be honest though, he lives the kind of life where he's constantly dealing with people. I'd probably be pretty pissy all the time too, in all fairness. Oh yeah, I hate people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm sure if you go to his school <laughs> though, with something he enjoys, he's a super nice dude. Sure. Right. Um but uh anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, moving on. Uh, Amazon is bringing the world of event horizon to the small screen. Oh sweet. Which I'm very, very excited about uh, Event Horizon. We did it on the show for our Cats in Space episode. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a series produced and directed by Adam Wingard, who you would know from The Guest, Your Next, uh, Blair Witch, uh, Death Note, and then also the new upcoming Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. Mm. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. This Juicifer is, is getting into my lungs. The juice is loose. The juice is loose. Uh, but uh, yeah, an Event Horizon fucking TV show? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's cool. That's that movie a... is one of the greatest like sci-fi horror movies so you'll ever good. see. Yeah, it's like on par with like Hellraiser and stuff like that. Like the mm-hmm. visuals in that movie are fucking incredible. Have you guys seen it? I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, I've got. It. Have you seen it? Of course not. <laughs> that's that's your next you one. You guys have homework Do Event Horizon. It's, it's so good. good. It's yeah. so good. Um, they there was actually there was a I, I I haven't watched it yet, but there was some th- an article on Bloody Disgusting that I think had a video along with it where they broke down, you know, like all those um, uh, like all the clips of like torture and stuff that you see just like that are really quickly flashed across the screen. Yeah. Um. Like somebody, somebody like yeah, somebody like went through and broke all those down because those those extended scenes existed at one point. In oh time, yeah, and they were supposed to be. I think they were supposed to be released, but they got lost. Where did they get them from for this? They're they're just they're literally going by just the like little split second clips that you can see. Okay, and breaking okay. each of them down. Okay, because you can tell which character it is and like how they're sure, sure how they're dying or whatever. So it's yeah, I that that director's <clears throat> cut. Like like or work print version, whatever you want to call yeah. it, has been long sought after by fans. Um, I don't think it I just don't know anymore. that it exists anymore. Yeah. It's probably in a fucking basement or a cave somewhere, since we know they store stuff in caves now. Probably um, stinks of vinegar. Oh, I hope not. Probably it's got that vinegar syndrome. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, speaking of vinegar syndrome, what's new on Blue? Oh, look at you! That was the, a completely the unintentional thing. segue. <laughs> All right, House of Hitchhock. Hitch, Hitch, Hitchhock. Hitchhock. <laughs> House of Hitchhock. <laughs> oh my God! <clears throat> Take Hitchcock. three. Take three. House of Hitchcock collection. Fifteen movies. I'm surprised that ten. cock just didn't roll off your tongue. <laughs> It usually does so easily. <laughs> 15 movies plus 10 episodes, 15 hours of bonus features. Of Hitchhock? Uh, of Hitchhock. <laughs> this set includes uh, limited, limited, I can't talk, I can't talk today. Limited edition extras like blueprints of the Psycho House, movie poster art cards for all of the films, and a booklet about Hitchcock's career. Now, this... when I say all of the films, this is a collection of 15 films that include Saboteur, okay. Shadow of a Doubt, Rope, Rear Window, The Trouble with Harry, The Man Who Knew Too Much, Vertigo, so good, yep. North by Northwest, Psycho, The Birds, Marnie, Torn Curtain, Topaz, Frenzy, and Family Plot. So there's been a lot of Hitchcock collections that have come out. Like he's got this really it's nice Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of good Hitchcock collections that have come <laughs> out. Like most notably, there's one like it's this nice like velvety like vinyl box or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Vito has it. It's a beautiful set. Yeah. Um. And but that's like more of his like complete works, if, uh -huh. if you will. This set has probably all of his best, most notorious movies in it, and it's amazing. And the and the art for this, it comes in like a friggin' castle, oh, like I a, guess, like a, the I Psycho guess, House. I guess I was gonna, I, I wasn't gonna say. Oh, that. sorry. I, I was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very excited about it because this one I will actually buy. Like I, I've been looking for a good Hitchcock collection to get. I think this is the <clears> one, and. I want you to still say it. <laughs> I'm still. Sorry, I'm very excited. I'm, about I'm it. still going to. Plus seven episodes <laughs> of Alfred Hitchcock Presents and three episodes of the El Alfred Hitchcock Hour. Packaging inspired by the iconic Psycho House. Thank you very you much, Michael, you piece of shit. It's out October 1st. Now tell us why you're so excited. Because it's only like 90 bucks. You've, it's really not as expensive as you would think that it is for this nice of a set. Here's the thing. What's up? You've seen exactly one Alfred Hitchcock movie. My whole point is that I no 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 no, no that's not true that's not true at all. Yeah right. I've seen the big ones, but I have I have yet to actually deep dive into Hitchcock. Um, it's I I just haven't done it. And uh -huh. Vito's been on me to watch a lot of his other stuff. Like I've never seen North by Northwest. I've seen like The Birds, Psycho, uh, Rear Window, Rope, um, Vertigo. I've seen the yeah. big ones. Yeah. But like I, his more like deeper cut stuff. Like mm -hmm. I don't want to get into like the. The crazy deep cut stuff, but more Why? of his more accessible deep cuts. If you, you will. don't want to get into them. No, I do eventually. Oh, but like yeah. I kind of want to work from the top down. You sure. know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. And this is like the perfect set for that. Um, even even Haley's eyes were kind of like, oh my god, this set's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Um, and it is a really cool set. And the bonus stuff that you get with it, like I would expect this to be a hundred and fifty dollars set. Would you say it is ninety? Ninety. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually I'm fairly certain that it's ninety. Yeah, definitely. Well, worth um, the money. that's a really good price for for a set like this. Yeah, and the packaging's amazing. You know how much I love packaging. So mm, I know how much you love packaging. Shut yes. up. <laughs> All right. What else? Okay. So the French. Ah, the French. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Orson. <laughs> uh, they seem to be drinking up their own supply of sweet, sweet champagne. Oh yes. Before they make their decisions on their Blu-ray releases, because. <laughs> A brand new release of Friday the 13th, the original Friday the 13th, yep. has been making the rounds uh, on the internet, and people have some opinions. Some of the opinions include such things as, what's with the chain? And is this for real? <laughs> <You need> <laughs> and 
what the hell? <laughs> you need to explain to people what you're talking about. I've seen it, and it's hilarious. Yeah, so the the release features, a, a, it's on the cover, it's a strange figure bathed in Argento-esque light. Yep. Um, holding a chain and seemingly wearing a hockey mask. It's like half which, a hockey mask, yeah. Which, if you, it's confusing, because if you know anything about the original Friday the 13th, spoiler alert, uh, Jason was not the killer. Nope. Sorry. Sorry if you haven't seen it. And... Uh, there was no use of a chain. <laughs> there was no use of a chain, and also uh, the mask didn't show up until number three. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. It's terrible. It's almost worse than the Friday the 13th steelbook cover we got in the States here. Oh, yeah. Which was which was just it awful. Was bad, yeah. My guess as to reason why is because, um, because of the lawsuit going on, mm. they cannot show the mask. Or anything else that like is like that, but the thing is, is Jason's not even in that movie, so they didn't even have to go that route. Yet yeah, they chose to. It makes no sense. Well, and, I mean, I'm, if you look at the the stature of this figure on the the front, it's quite it's clearly, clearly not, a seventy year old woman. Yeah, I was gonna say it's clearly not <laughs> Pamela Voorhees. So I don't even I, I don't understand the direction they were taking this. Yeah, I got I got nothing for you. It doesn't make sense at Unless all. Unless it was supposed to kind of signify like no i don't i i can't even try to explain it away it's it just seems stupid to me yeah but if you do want to uh get your hands on this bizarre release you can pre-order it through amazon france still not convinced yet michael sorry this baby comes wrapped in a glorious steelbook mm, package give it to me <laughs> so uh so just good things all around yeah yeah Last but not least, a new restoration of Lucio Falci's The House by the Cemetery will be available courtesy of Blue Underground. Very cool. There's currently no release date, and that's it. That's all I've got for you. Well, it's you. coming. It's coming. I'm not, I'm not really going to give me any more details because we'll probably talk about it again once we get a release date. Probably. Um, okay. Have you ever woken up and thought, you know what I need? I need Full Moon's catalog of movies right at my fingertips. Yeah. Right? Yes, that, I that, have. Yeah. You do that all the time? Mm -hmm. uh, well, guess what? Good news for you, because Full Moon Features is a brand new streaming service where you have access to over 500 titles oh, wow. from the Full Moon library. Now, wow. it's just not just Full Moon. They, wow. <laughs> um, they've, they've also, like, they have these Something Strange titles. They have some of the uh, Lucio Fulci movies, uh, like Zombie and stuff like that. So they, they it sounds like they, Full Moon has bought up a lot of rights to other companies that have you know more movies obviously mm -hmm. but um for 6.99 a month or 70 dollars a year which both seem a little bit steep for full moon features <laughs> i mean shutter is only 5.99 a month i feel and like that's you way could, better in my opinion i feel like well you could just you could pay for a year and then see how far into the catalog you can make it I suppose, but that's pretty masochistic if you ask me. Watching all those full, full moon movies, well, they're not great. You watch one. They're not great. You watch one per day. You're you're over halfway there. You can only watch and like then, Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong two so many times. Yeah, seven. <laughs> seven is the exact number. <laughs> uh, if you're into that, though, uh, the, in addition to the movies, there's new weekly content, uh, VIP live streams, and exclusive new feature films. Well, there you go, man. So, Worth if it. you are a if you're a full moon fanatic, uh, this is for you. Apparently, mm -hmm. it's not for me, but there might be people out there that like it. Um, to finish up here, this is the most ridiculous news story ever. What? We don't talk about movie trailers very often, but mm -hmm. this is a an exception. Ronda Rousey is starring in a... Ooh, got your attention? <laughs> Ronda Rousey uh, just did a stint with WWE as a, uh, as a performer. Of course, of course. Um, and she's taking time off right now, but she is now starring in a new movie called Tables. 
<laughs> what this movie is about, uh, the MMA legend does battle with sentient killer versions of one of the most popular weapons in professional wrestling, the tables. I mean, <laughs> she's been put through tables, and now they're out to kill her. Oh, this is there's literally I scenes mean, in yeah. this trailer where there's just tables set up on end, and her with a baseball bat hitting tables. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. Um, this is also starring Devon Dudley, who is part of the Dudley Boys in WWE. It's, I mean, it's very obviously a WWE movie, and it centers around his character. His fit tagline is is uh is get the tables, and Mike, so like you're I'm in. in. Oh, I'm, I'm in too. In. We'll see this opening night. Uh, Paige in. is also in it, um, and she's she's pretty she's I'm pretty in. all right. Um, and Travis Brown, her husband, is also in it. I'm definitely in. This is the most ridiculous piece of cinema that I've ever seen in my life. I don't know. Maybe I, you ever I seen hope. Rubber? No, well that's kind of where it's at. The <laughs> Killer Tires do a Rubber episode. <laughs> It's. I hope this is a real movie. It's. It's possible this is just like a fake thing they put together, but mm. I think it's real. <laughs> um, and I hope that it's real. And we're doing an episode on that and rubber in the future yeah. if it is. I, if you guys objects. do a rubber episode, I'm in. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. well, that's that's right in your wheelhouse. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. Wheelhouse. <laughs> Come on, man. Rubber is about a killer tire. If you don't know, I just thought it was about safe sex. Killer killer rubbers? No. There is a killer condom movie, in all fairness. So, there is. Oh, yeah. Attack of the Killer Condom. That's a real thing. What, what a world, man. What, what a world what we a live world. in. Uh, anyway, that's I'm I'm ending the news on that because I just feel like it's the greatest piece of news ever. That, that was. So thank you for that. Fair enough. Thank you, Michael. So that's going to bring us to our stupid fact of the day. And we are talking Chucky again today. What do you got And for we're us? drinking some Voodoo Rangers, so I thought to do a little fact on some Voodoo Dolls. Ooh, I like that. A little bit of the origin. So most people, where, where do you think of Voodoo Dolls from, Mike? Uh, Haiti. Where, where do they come from? Haiti. What right? you guys got? Jamaica. I'm, I'm going to stick with Mike on this one. Haiti. North Carolina. You're going to agree with Michael? <laughs> yeah. Unheard of. I'm changing mine. <laughs> right, I'm, changing, so. I'm changing mine. North Carolina. Did somebody just say Wait, North Carolina? Where's Wisconsin? New Jersey. Where's that Jimmy Tony guy from? They come from there. Uh, the, the deep south. <laughs> I don't the, uh, know where Jimmy Tony is. So actually, the, uh, so the term voodoo doll is commonly employed to describe uh, an effigy which pins are inserted, although it comes in various different forms. Such practice. Am I reading the right part? <laughs> I'm reading, I, I, screen, I took a screenshot of the wrong damn thing. Um, so, oh, it's in here. So so people thought that voodoo dolls come from Haiti and, uh, and there's Louisiana voodoo, and in reality, it does not come from there. It actually comes from Europe. Really? really? Yeah. Uh, so the form of the voodoo doll is commonly misunderstood. I, I, I'm all over the place, but it comes from Europe, so there we go. I don't have, the, I don't have all my facts <laughs> in there traditional, today. <laughs> is traditional voodoo, though, from Haiti, but the, yes. the whole voodoo doll thing might have gotten started in Europe? It was uh, what I read yeah, in the that's thing. That's probably what it is. Uh, what I read in the article was that they used it to uh, way, way back to, uh, uh, they made witches out of rags, mm -hmm. and they would pin put pins in the rags to uh, relieve the witches of their witchery. Oh. And Ooh, to try witchery, to protect witchery, themselves. I like that word. That's so it was, uh, so it, was a, it was a way of banishing the dark magic from yeah. the witch's body. And, and then that got carried on into other uh, cultures and you know and where we know it today all right interesting that is interesting all right so there you have it so there's your voodoo news and boom <laughs> that was the news next week we're gonna do all voodoo news that's that's voodoo news voodoo news <laughs> voodoo news all right uh we're gonna take a quick break yes sir and when we get back it's part two of our chucky retrospective what were we calling it again 
this the in stitches duology the in stitch in, yes the in stitches duology yeah so we'll be back in a minute and uh it's like the duality of man, just way less important. And hold on to your butts for this one. Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. So, for uh, part two, part deux, part deux. of our, um, uh, th- am I the only one that ever I say that I can't think of, like, I love the 90s, part deux, because they used to do that. Anybody else watch the, uh, the I love the did they actually decade say, thing did on they actually say part deux? Yeah, it was part oh, deux. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where I get that from. I'm showing my age here. Um, okay, so we're uh, in part two of our Chucky retrospective, mm-hmm. and uh, in these and this, the, these two movies, the first time that we're actually get Chucky in the title. There's no longer Child's Play 2 or 3 or, or 1. It's, mm-hmm. that, it is now Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. Mm-hmm. This starts the, the, the era of the of Chucky, if you will. Of course. However, these two movies in particular are so vastly different than everything else in the rest of the series, mm-hmm. which uh, is both welcome and a bit of a turnoff to some people. Sure. Uh, who loved the, you know, they went from being these kind of scary horror slasher movies to basically being horror comedies. Um, and there's, it's, it's a pretty drastic change right from the get go. And, and if you're desensitized like we are, <laughs> kind of just straight up comedy. Um, a little bit, yeah. With, with like a little bit of blood. Seed, Seed is way more comedy based than yeah. Bride is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of people that say Bride of Chucky is the best Chucky sequel. To the first movie, Brad. I'm Brad actually Durif sort of one of the people who's on board. Yeah, with that. he's in this that is, camp. This is his favorite movie. I don't disagree with that. Actually, I love Bride of Chucky. I think I Bride of Chucky is a breath of fresh air to a to a series that could have gone stale very quickly. Yeah. Because let's be honest, the first three movies are largely the same movie repackaged. Yeah. They really are. You know, it's got the same the same uh, antagonist, the same uh, protagonist. protagonist yeah. It really is. It's the same movie over and over, just with different settings. Mm-hmm. So the fact they decided to just kind of flip it on its head and do something different mm-hmm. is was a smart move, I think. Um, you know, you so you have the introduction of <coughs> Tiffany in in these movies, of course. Uh, Tiffany is was Charles Lee Ray's uh, basically like ex girlfriend, I guess. In like before before there was Chucky, there was Charles Lee Ray, and Tiffany is somebody from his past. Sounds somebody, like they were. Sounds like they were still dating when he was shot in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, you can take that for yeah. sure. Um, and so this brings in her character, and she basically at the end of uh, Chucky or Child's Play three, he gets put into like a shredder of sorts, like a fan. Was it a fan? It was a giant fan. Giant yeah. fan. So mm-hmm. he's all mangled and everything else. Um, Bride of Chucky is supposedly takes place only three months after. I read it was only a month. Or is it a month? I think okay. so, yeah. Well, even still, it seems a bit weird. It seems like it... I felt like, until I had read that, I kind of felt like Bride of Chucky took place... There was some time that had passed. Well, is how she, I always well, took well, it, she but says, apparently it's only a month after, she like does, it'd be easy to It'd be easy to kind of make that mistake because she says, I've been searching for you for 10 years. So you'd, you'd, you'd kind of assume that she meant 10 years after he was killed in, in Child's Play 3. But she means 10 years from the point that he was actually killed in the original 1988 version. I guess that makes sense. Not yeah. version, the original yeah, I guess 1988 movie. I guess that makes sense, because there was a lot of time between Child's Play 3 and Bride. I don't know, no, 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 there was, there? no, no, you're, 
messing it up. There was eight <laughs> years in between Child's Play 2 and Child's Play 3. Oh, there. Oh, okay. Because okay. Andy was right. grown okay. up and he was at military school. You're you're 100% right. But then from from Child's Play 3 to Bride okay. of Chucky was only a month. Okay. So it makes if you're looking at this on an actual timeline, it actually does make yeah. a certain amount oh, of sense. Yeah, so he sense. disappeared the night that Charles Lee Ray died. Right. She's been searching for him ever since. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um so this was uh Bride of Chucky was uh came out in 1998 uh directed by Ronnie Yu, who also directed uh Freddy vs Jason. Oh. It's another very mm. Decisive actually, movie. <laughs> I actually, you mean divisive? Divisive. There you go. There, there you go. There you go. Um, See, words, words are hard. Are hard. Guys. Words, words are hard, <laughs> Michael. It's, it's okay. Uh, I actually, and I really liked. I liked Jason. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason. I thought personally. it was. It was fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It, it didn't need to be. Freddy vs. Jason had a lot more comedy in it as well. Mm-hmm. The whole like Jay from Jane Silent Bob type character was a little over the top in my opinion. Yeah, I mean the sto- but, the stoner is kind of a that's a that's a typical character in, yeah. in slasher movies though. True, true. I guess it was just kind of blown out of proportion um, in that movie though. I think uh, I thought Ronnie, you did a, a really good job with Bride though. I thought I like I like this movie a lot. I thought that it was. Um, a breath of fresh air, like I said, to the series. Mm-hmm. Um, the synopsis here is that you have Chucky, the doll possessed by a serial killer, discovers the perfect mate to kill and revive into the body of another doll. He doesn't really discover a, her yeah, as much as she gets misleading. him. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, These are IMDb uh, synopsis. They're not always great. Synopsi. Synopsi. <laughs> They're not always great. But um, yeah, so you have Jennifer Tilly, who plays the role of Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Brad Dorf once again playing Chucky. Uh, Catherine Heigl in her greatest role ever. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> okay, let's get this out right now. Catherine Heigl is... I would say that I'm sure she's a lovely lady, but I've actually heard horror stories oh, about yeah. dealing with her on set. Yeah. I've heard that she is not the easiest person in the world to deal with. <laughs> um, and uh, she's uh, she's terrible in this movie. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> she's not good at all. Um, originally, this was supposed to be... Um, What's her name? Uh, God, I can't think of her name now. Um, Julia Stiles. Yeah. Oh, Julia Stiles was originally... She actually got the role. She was cast. But then she dropped it to do 10 Things I Hate About You. Which, good, I'll be honest with you, I love I loved 10 Things I Hate About You. So. That's, a, that's a good career move, yeah. though. You know? Because... <laughs> That kind of that kind of launched her into the and superstardom. Well, yeah, superstar. like every every then everybody kind of started casting her in the. Yeah, uh, and I, I like Julia Stiles a lot actually. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm into that. Um, let's see here. You have uh, Nick Stable who plays Jesse. Mm-hmm. You have Alexis Arquette who plays Damien, mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, Tiffany's like boyfriend. Really, yes. really pathetic kind of boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that he the the fact that he tries to convince her that he went out and murdered somebody it's like <laughs> what this, and then he just, seems, just make up on himself seems like a weird just relationship be, you guys like, yeah well that that's that kicks off pretty quickly you realize that they're kind of a fucked up relationship right off the bat well more so that she's a little messed up because because he's, he's not. Well, he uh, he's just he's just a, no because then they, after any after guy he, that is working up to legitimately killing somebody for his girlfriend's pretty fucked up. I get the sense that he was never actually going to though. No, probably not. Because he was he was trying to convince her that he was this badass, but then when he dies and he goes missing, they 
post his picture in the news and what's his name How, uh, Howard Fitzwater or yeah. something like that well so I mentioned uh, I don't know if I mentioned it already just now but uh, it was supposed to be a role for Marilyn Manson Yeah. and that whole callback to him being a nerd in his younger years was a callback to David Warner who is Brian Warner or Brian Warner yeah Brian Warner which mm-hmm. was Marilyn which was Marilyn Manson's his real name yeah. and he was like a super nerd back in the day mm-hmm. that was a play on that so yeah. that actually right, was there from that original casting mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of funny um, you also have uh, Gordon Michael Wolvet, 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 uh, who played Wolvet. David, who yeah. played David, mm-hmm. um, who um, uh, is uh, uh, Jade's like best friend, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, and then you have fucking John Ritter. Rest in peace, John Ritter. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 amazing. He's John Ritter, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, what else do you say? He's, he's John a, fucking Ritter. He's a national treasure. He is. He is. <laughs> um, and three is three is never a crowd. With Three, John Ritter. Three's company. Three is company <laughs> with company. John Ritter. I think it's funny. The, uh, well, so... The thank, ri- thank you for getting that joke. <laughs> the, original, the original line after... There was supposed... So after they kill John Ritter... Spoilers. Well, seem, seemingly kill him. Uh, Chucky was supposed to say, Sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. And no, was, no, he's always saying, Sorry, Jack. Three's a crowd. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, Jack. Yeah. Three's... Oh, yeah. That, that makes way more sense. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which was supposed to be a direct callback to Three's Company. Yeah, but they thought, but uh, apparently, um, uh, Brad Dourif thought it was too cheesy. So they no, the writers out. thought it was the cheesy. Writers did? And, then, okay. and then Brad Dourif ended up ad libbing the the line, "Why does that look so familiar?" Oh, which yeah. is infinitely better because it, then it's a direct reference to Hellraiser. True, which is um, awesome. But yeah, John Ritter's great in this movie. I I think that he's actually the standout for me. I think that like every scene that he's in is just elevated. Oh, he's such the, a dick, though. Yeah, he really. But that's kind, of, hate the, him. That's kind was, of the point, though. Like he played such a good dick out of the. <laughs> Out of this whole movie, John Ritter is the standout to you. I, I love, I love him. I just it's so weird, John man. Ritter. John Ritter was supposed to be in either two or three, one of the two, um, but you know, uh, scheduling wise, he couldn't fit it in. Mm-hmm. So he was in this one. They, mm-hmm. they so they kept him in mind and they recast him in this. But he was supposed to be in, I think it was two. It was two or three. I'm not. This isn't going to be a correction. Maybe it's he one was of the supposed two, to be the dad. Into like the, the, like the foster it parent. Could be, yeah, it could have been that. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the scheduling though, they couldn't keep him in, and uh, they ended up recasting him though in in Bride. And I thought that his character was perfect. Mm. Um, he was the guy was a, an absolute dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like I said when he was every scene of his he lit up. I don't know. I loved it. I thought he was great. Whenever he was on screen, I was like, yes, this is going to be a good scene. Well, it's cause because it's John Ritter. Because it's John Ritter. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bride of Chucky. Uh, like we said, this goes way more comedy than than the horror. Than than it was. <clears throat> I'd say I'd say as compared to Seed of Chucky, this was definitely more tongue and cheek comedy. Yes, like it wasn't it wasn't straight. Seed up. was way more on the nose. Yeah, and that's yeah tongue and cheek on the nose. Yeah, tongue in nose. <laughs> this one was tongue and nose. <laughs> Seems like a weird fetish. <laughs> tongue tongue and nose. Can anybody do that? Can any of you do that? I've seen people their tongue is so long they nope. can stick can't it up their it. nose. Can you do it? No, no. no? I'm, I'm kind of happy that I can't actually. It's a weird. Guys thing. are all guys are all failures. Hey, Miserable of, failures. Speaking of tongues and noses, can I get a, another? I guess. Beer? Yeah. That, that was a bad segue. <laughs> um. So, do you think do you think that this the series plays better as a comedy or as horror? Because I'll be honest with you. The the Chucky from Child, Bride play overall. Yeah, Chucky in Bride is my favorite version of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Now, I, like we said before, I think Chucky in Two is the best looking 
Chucky. Hmm. Um, I think that he, in Bride and especially in Seed, it's definitely more, like, you can see the mechs going off in them. Not yeah. the mechs, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the servos? Servos, Like, yeah. firing off. Servos are like the... Um, the machines that they use to open and close the mouths and the eyes and all yeah. that stuff. It's like the mechanics behind the doll. Mm-hmm. You can tell that they are mechanical more in Bride and Seed, especially mm-hmm. more Seed. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, uh, the Chucky in Bride, though, is my favorite looking of all the Chuckies. Well, of course. I think that he's like the best. When I think of Chucky in Child's Play, this is the version of him that I think of. I think that that look, like the stitched up face and everything, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of become the most iconic look for Chucky. I agree. Um, so yeah, I I'd, I'd have to agree with you that it's it's my favorite look. But yeah, definitely in two, mm-hmm. it, there was something about two where they got everything just right to where the the uh, the facial um, like the emotion on the face and like link, syncing up the the words with the mouth. Everything was perfect in that movie. In two, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and it said Bride was good, but it was I don't know. There was just something about it. Like I said, he looks great, but he didn't move a hundred percent correctly mm-hmm. you know it was just kind of weird yeah um i think though that uh if for all of the the slashers i think that chucky is the most fitting for a comedic role yeah and i think that it worked like i said it, it reinvented the entire series mm-hmm. which was definitely to its 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 strengths um you had a little bit of that in the earlier movies but in in this one they really played it up and hammed it up a little bit yeah and it was perfect for it mm-hmm. you know I, I thought it was absolutely great yeah um what do you think I believe that where this fit in, in as far as the whole mythos, like if you look at the whole series, all seven of them, mm-hmm. the first three are awesome and terrifying, especially because not unlike Jim, like I used to see the box art oh, of yeah. those movies and be terrified by them. Like two, two had the best box yeah, art. Yeah, like, the, the, the Jack in the, the, the Box. box the, yeah. When this movie came out, it was 1998. I was. 14 years old Mm -hmm. and i remember kids in because i was in the eighth grade people talking about this movie like Mm -hmm. especially like spoilers like the sex scene (laughs) being like and and it being like way more like (laughs) talked about like yeah like like people were saying like oh you could see like the dick and stuff like that it's like (laughs) you go back and they're like that was just like exaggerations well there is literally no dick no, there's not <laughs> at all. Well, well, Chucky has one. Yeah, he oh. says he always claims he, he always he has brags about yeah. being and actually you collect, you quite correct. see it in Seed to a certain extent. Well, <laughs> oh, in the shadow. Yeah. No, no, when he's masturbating. That's what I, I mean. In the no, no, it's not shadow. Oh, oh you must have watched a, I, an I, uncut I, version or something. Oh, he was not, not uncut. <laughs> he was not uncut. Well, all right, all right. But anyway, I feel these fit into like a certain. Um, it really helps the the story progress because, like you said, if they would have just kept doing it, this it happened in Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. You watch four, five, six; it's it's the same movie. It's the same movie. They're good movies, but yeah. it is the same movie. Over it's and the over. same yeah. movie over and over yeah. again. We're like this really brought up like a new like it was funny, it was sure. fresh. We you brought Tiffany in, so it, it definitely changed how you were perceived the characters. Sure, sure, sure. And and I. As goofy as they are, especially Seed, we'll get into it later, yeah. but um, it, it definitely changed the way that you saw Chucky. Sure. We talked about this last week, actually, about Stranger Things, how Stranger Things Season 3 was very different from the first two, and if they would have done the same thing again, it would have 
fallen flat, quite frankly. And it was so I mean, different. I don't, I don't know if it would have fallen flat, it, well, but it, it, it would have been more of the same, felt though. Like more of the same. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that they changed it, I, that's important. I think a lot of a lot of horror series they they rely way too much on what made them as opposed to moving forward. They find the formula, and then they feel like they need to stick to that formula yeah. in order to and make it. This is all with their success. thanks to Don Mancini. So mm-hmm. Don Mancini, we've talked about, you know, he's the creator of Chucky. He's written every single movie. Um, it wasn't until Seed that he actually got into the director's chair, but mm-hmm. this still, it's it's his mind behind the change. You know, yeah. like they they had always known that Chucky, excuse me, was going to be. Well, he, they always knew that he was funny. He always had one liners and all that stuff in all the other movies, sure. but. Like I said, they really leaned on that hard in these movies, and mm-hmm. I think it was for the best. Um, so we open this movie, and they're in this warehouse where the security guard is going through this warehouse and looking for the Chucky doll. It's not a mission to get the Chucky doll. Uh, in this warehouse, you have a lot of really iconic horror things. You have oh, but you the, well, hold on. They it didn't it, it didn't start in the warehouse originally. It was in the, the police evidence lockers. Oh, that's okay. That's well, that the locker was the warehouse that I'm kind of talking oh, about. Oh, okay. I thought it's you were, a warehouse. I thought you were talking about the, the the warehouse that he took Chucky to to give it to Tiffany. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm talking about the actual warehouse, like the warehouse where that was like the, the evidence locker. I was locker. confused. Sorry, but you have uh, you have the masks for both Michael Myers and Jason. Mm-hmm. You have the chainsaw from Leatherface. Uh, you have Freddy's glove. The crate from Creepshow yeah. is also in there. Um, and then the the film also references Pinhead, The Exorcist. They do a lot of stuff. I get that the movie was supposed to be very tongue-in-cheek and be very self-reflective. Mm-hmm. I get that. I thought it was a bit much, though. Really? You, you, there's a lot of movies. Like, you see Freddy's glove in Evil Dead. You see um, Jason's mask in... Uh, um, or you see, well, no, you, do you see Jason's mask in another horror movie? I feel like they've called that out. My point is this. Other horror movies call out other horror franchises, yeah. and it's done It's done very subtly, subtly and it's, yeah. a, it's a cool like ode to those. I felt like this was a bit on the nose. Like they, I get what they were trying to do, but they kind of went overboard with it. You I know? think they were trying to set a tone, though. They like, were. No, they, they were. They, were, they, they were. were absolutely trying to set the tone that, like, this is what it is. Like, I just it's think that funny, it was like, it's going to be goofy, like... I hey, just think here, that it hey, was a horror bit fans, much. here's a bunch of stuff that you like. Yeah. It's like when you're cooking something, you put like a little bit too much salt in. It's not inedible, but you're like, damn, this is real salty. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's 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 kind of how I, I took it. You know, it was like a bit much, you know? But there were there were also parts where like the it had charm to it. You it know, did. like sure. like making a Christian Slater joke. <laughs> like that's hilarious. It's did so I miss, the times. Did I miss the Christian miss Slater show? Yeah. Which he one said, was it? What does he say? He says um, something about. Um, <laughs> isn't it about like Christian Slater being coked up or something? No, like? it's it's he. Um, it's when they pull the kids over, the Warren, the yeah. John Ritter's character, and mm-hmm. the other guy, Needle Nose or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other cops like says something about Christian Slater on like a Saturday night. <laughs> like, and I, like I instantly thought of basketball because like it's very of the times like. Christian Slater was coked a drunk, out. a coked out <laughs> sure, alcoholic sure. <laughs> in the late '90s. So, like, it's hilarious. Like, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what I think that they were really trying to do with this movie. No disrespect, Christian Slater. No, I mean it, I Christian, love, Sla- I love Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. If you're listening, <laughs> you've gotten your shit together. We know and you we are. We appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 Christian Slater was the much better of the two, though, I think. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Um, 
I don't know. I just thought that it was a bit on the nose for me personally. You know, I, I would have I would have loved it if it was just half as much. I think you know, like maybe they the evidence locker had like stuff like the crate is not something that you would pick out automatically. Right. You really have to know your stuff for that, so that's fine. But to show all of these big heavy hitter things right at the beginning, you're just like, okay, or, we get it. Or even if they would have done self aware, even if they would have done it in more of a, I guess like you were saying with uh, with Evil Dead showing Freddy's glove, it was sort of an Easter egg. Sure, like sure, if you're sure. not looking at the entire screen and looking at the whole uh, set piece you wouldn't even notice freddy's glove yeah but in the intro to this you have in one single locker you've got the you know like jason's mask sitting next to freddy's glove it's very and there's the nothing nose. else in the locker yeah. like i guess if they had uh if they had it like in the locker with a bunch of other stuff and it's like oh shit look at that i didn't notice that the first time i watched it but this is like and those are those are always those it's, it's fun to go back and re-watch a movie and notice things that you didn't notice sure. the, on the previous viewing and this was like, yeah, I get all of the references right out of the gate. Yeah, you know, yeah. you didn't really, you didn't really hide them too much. No, and and I think that part of the fun of when you do that, like you said, it's hiding them as Easter eggs. So mm -hmm. to put them just right on front street like that, a bit much for me. That being said, though, I get that it's setting the tone of the movie, and I understand that that's what they were going for. I totally get that. Um, so if you've never seen Bride, why are you listening? But if you've not, uh, basically Chucky, the Chucky dog gets stolen out of the police locker by like a deputy or whatever. And uh, she, he is paid off by Jennifer Tilly's character, Tiffany, uh, to basically get the doll back. And she wants to basically reincarnate him uh, using the same Dambala thing, which does that make sense? Because in the original movie, you had to have his consciousness to transfer what is she transferring to bring him back to life? It's the power of Dumbala. So it doesn't need to make sense? Yeah, man. Well, okay, there, there's, <laughs> there's other things that we can get into that's wrong with this whole well, thing. Well, there's a lot wrong but with it. I, I guess just on, on, on that on that mark, I'll just say, why why did they need the amulet in this movie all of there, a sudden? There was no amulet in the other movie. No. Like, I went back and watched it today because I was like, okay, may, maybe that was something that, like, you just didn't notice and then, like, they brought... Like, there's no amulet like in the when they, Like when they... Like yeah, Brad he, he, character he's when not he's wearing an human. amulet right. when he dies. In, in which movie? Movies. In the in first the original movie, in the, play. he's not wearing an amulet. Well, in the flashbacks of the other movies, he is. So he is. Yeah, they do flashback to him wearing the amulet in one of the movies. Really? Because I did. Because I did notice that, and I wondered if he was wearing it in the original. You're telling me that he's not. He's not wearing it in the original movie. So that's a device that they put in later in the series, I guess. But like, yeah. well, so so that was my question, like, because essentially in this movie, we'll he... pretend it was under his clothes. <laughs> That's and then once he got <laughs> shot and fell, it kind of fell out. That's yeah. exactly it. Well, that's that's the one thing that I wondered because through the first three, the Andy Barkley trilogy, he's trying to transfer his soul into Andy, but he's never in possession of the amulet. So I'm like, why does he all of a sudden need the amulet in this movie? And it's not like he had, it's not like he had a, a sudden realization that he had to have the amulet. Like as soon as he comes back to life, he tells Tiffany that he has to have it. Yeah. So he would have known that he has to have it the entire time, unless Are maybe you it was sure just the amulet wasn't in the other movies. Because do you, I feel do like... you ever do you ever do you ever remember him holding an amulet while he was doing the 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 invocation? It's not in the first movie, I promise. Yeah, because he didn't it. he didn't need it in two and three because in two they were reconstructing the body that was already there, yeah. and in three it was his blood that transferred. So that so they didn't need it, but I. I guess you're right. That's the thing. But I feel like the amulet never... wasn't a new thing when I was watching this, though. It no, was. It is. Yeah, it's it a, is. It's okay. a completely a new, new thing piece they add in. Okay. Yeah, 
Because otherwise, why couldn't he just? Uh, it worked on me apparently. Otherwise, so. <laughs> why couldn't why couldn't he walk next door to to Jesse in the next trailer, knock yeah. him out, and and put his soul in him? It probably would have been a better idea. In all fairness, I, I think that's how they worked around not having Andy in it, though. Like you're just supposed to assume like, oh, I need the amulet now because oh. and like we're not going to even talk about Andy. He Maybe. needed Andy before. So because it, he could okay, just do it okay. without the amulet, but now it's like that was a, a plot device. Now the Andy's not there; he needs it again. Right. That's he, the, okay, I get the that. amulet. I get that's that. the, that's but, the and, caveat. Is like if you yeah, you can either yeah. you can either transfer your soul into the first person who knew that you were. Yep. Because you have that connection already. Right. Yeah. Or you can use the amulet to basically transfer yourself into anybody you want. Okay. Which it's which a, I think that was a plot, like I said, a, just a plot device to yeah. be like to work around not having Andy. In you the know movie. what? Yeah. I'm okay with it though. Yeah, no, that's okay. fine. It I mean, makes, it, it, it is what it is. Sense. It's a mm-hmm. it's a horror movie. Like who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> horror movies rarely make sense. The uh, the rule book is pretty pretty loose. Yeah. Um. So, basically, he they end up on a on a cross country. On a cross-country tour, they're headed over to Hackensack, New Jersey. Yep. Yep. Which that's not really. Sounds Char- like a very uncomfortable name. Charles Hackensack. Uh, get my Hackensack. <laughs> uh, Charles Lee Ray was killed in Chicago, right? Yes. So it's just they took his body no. to Hackensack. Yeah. Just don't worry about. Just don't, yeah. even, <laughs> don't even worry about worry the details. About okay, so they're headed cross-country to Hackensack, New Jersey. I I I really love the uh, the whole storyline where. Um, shit, what were there? Jesse and uh, Jade. Mm-hmm. Jesse and Jade. Jay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Je- Jesse and Jade. Catherine like... Heigl, the greatest performance ever. Come ah, on. Ah, yes, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really like. I I really like the idea that they are traveling across country, mm-hmm. but they both kind of think that the other one is a serial killer the entire it's time. Kind of funny, yeah. Like that's it, may, that's it makes for good. Yeah. Like when they're when they're in the uh, the honeymoon suite and the other couple comes in. I love that whole sequence. Which the those the couple was just like get get out <laughs> get of my out. get out of my room. That what was, are you that doing was a little here? bit weird. But the idea though <laughs> the idea was is that that couple was they're fake thieves. Like they're in there to rob them. Mm-hmm. So they're being over the top and they're being very intrusive to kind of like draw attention away the fact that they're robbing them. Yeah, but but, but still if. If some strangers walked into my room, I wouldn't let them come in and lay on my bed. I'd be like, "Excuse me, get the fuck out of my room! What are you doing here?" <laughs> Which they tried to a little bit at first, but, but their death was pretty awesome. That's and, what I'm saying. It was worth it. And, and, it for and the there death. was almost there was like a, a callback to Basic Instinct with that, with the the mirror on the ceiling mm-hmm. and and all that stuff. So like, and she lifted her leg. No, no, not that, that part. part that part wasn't in it. That, that's the only that's part, the only that's part that's stuck in Mike's mind. Yeah. They should have done that with Tiffany. Like Tiffany should have done that with her doll. Like, that right, would have been a great. Right, be, right before she, right before she goes in to throw the. Wait, yeah. okay, so I don't. So the the you you guys were kind of talking about this earlier. The basic instinct uh, reference is it is it just the the mirror above the bed and like the couple. Yeah, and then she like she kills the dude that she's with like right after that. How does she kill him? Stabs him. Yeah. 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 Stabs him. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Like while well, he's on top of her, or I what? So. It's some kind yeah. of knife. Yeah. But it's the pa- the the camera pans from like they're having sex on the bed to them on like you can see them on the ceiling. Uh huh. And then it goes back to her killing him. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so yeah I definitely. That. I get that. And yeah. so sure. a couple dies in the movie. I'll which, be honest with you. Which, I think I think that the mirror falling and shattering onto them was a way better death scene. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here, here's here's the thing that I have with this movie. Okay. The the practical effects in this movie are fantastic. Oh yeah. The oh doll, yeah. They're really the good. dolls. Yep. 
some of the other stuff the CG is so bad. Like, the glass falling, like, it looks like a Busta Rhymes video. Like, seriously, like, it's so bad. Like, like it's so bad, but, like, the, you know, the, the bed exploding with yeah. all the, the blood coming out and stuff, like, that looked that awesome. Looked and then yeah, the, it, it it's got Chucky standing there, and it's got the blood and the water flowing through. Like, that looked awesome, but... Mm -hmm. Just the CG is so bad. There were you can only expect things. so much from these early, like, what, what year was this from? This is from 98. You, you can't expect too much I, from I know, you know, but, like, it's just, it's such a stark contrast <laughs> from, like, you know, showing the dolls and then. Sure, it, sure. They try to cut in a CG moment. It's like, just try to do it practically yeah, or it just happens. don't do I, it. I think that because I watch so many movies from this time period, like, I don't even notice that stuff anymore. Like, I yeah. know that it's bad, but I just kind of gloss over it because it is what it is. You know, like, back in the day, when this movie first came out, I guarantee you, everybody who saw it, like, in theaters was like, oh, my God, that looks amazing, you know? Well, and yeah, you and gotta, it's just, that's just what it was. You got to consider the, uh, you know, like, things. Now. We're watching stuff in high definition now, mm -hmm. so it really makes it... It really VHS makes it that had, much more noticeable. Yeah. VHS hit a lot of stuff. It did. Yeah. You know, I, I I sing those praises all the time. Like VHS and Laserdisc, I love them with horror movies because it hides a lot of the flaws mm -hmm. and it looks better. You know, they with a lot of the effects back in the day, they used that they they knew that that stuff would be hidden and they used that to their advantage. So when you put that in high def, it just you see every bit of the flaws. Yeah, and in. It, it, for horror movies, it just it's a better experience watching the old ones sometimes because you just don't see that. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'll sing those praises all all the time. That's why I own stuff. I still buy VHS and Laserdisc for that exact reason. Certain movies just look better on it. You and your VHS. I love it, man. What can I say? Um, <laughs> what's that? Vinyl music. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm vinyl. Also, exactly. I'm also a, a, a vinyl guy. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. there you go. Um, okay, let's can we get something out of the way? Sure. Alexis Arquette's character. Yeah. Am I the only one that thought that it was a discount Eric Draven? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> 100%, right? <laughs> like, it's all well, I saw. Except for the terrible tribal tattoos or whatever. The, was that supposed to be a tattoo yeah, or was it just painted? It, no, it was supposed to be a tattoo. Um, but I can see Eric Draven having that tattoo in all fairness. <laughs> like, he was way cooler than that, yes. Eric Draven from The Crow. To, to, be, but, to yeah. be fair, though, like, that's just, that's, that's I mean... You could go to any goth nightclub and find fifty people dressed like that. It's true. It's Do true. goth nightclubs still exist? Is that I think still so. a thing? They're, they're still there. Okay. It's a subculture. It's, yeah. it's, it's there. They all, all right. have like suns tattooed over their their nails. <laughs> <laughs> every every goth dude has that it's for the, some strange reason. It's the god smack sun. <laughs> we all got to go hit up the city club in Detroit, man. Oh yeah. city club. Is that place still was around? That, was yeah, that? Goth? I'm pretty so. sure it is. Oh yeah, that was the place where if you put neon colored yarn in your hair, you were good to go. Oh hell yeah. That was that was the place. Well, I would have to put a lot. Of neon colored yarn <laughs> on my head to make it look like I had it in my hair. Um, <laughs> you would have to get a lot of hair. That's not, that's true. Um, okay, so let's 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 cover something here. Um, Chucky in this movie. This is the first time that you see Chucky playing opposite a female that is very much on par with him. Mm -hmm. um, Chucky is. I know that this is a hundred percent part of the character, mm -hmm. and I think that it's perfect for his character. Yeah. He is the most misogynistic son of a bitch I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life, <laughs> and I kind of loved it because it's it works perfectly with the fact that you're supposed to hate his character, but at the same time, he's sort of the hero of the story, so you're kind of torn. Mm -hmm. 
to kind of loving the character and kind of <laughs> hating him because he's such a dick. He's uh, he's Archie Bunker, basically. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like that's that's Very what accurate. he that's what he was in this in this movie, mm-hmm. and and that actually led to one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie because um, when Tiffany when Tiffany's asking Jesse to lift the the trunk into her car that has Damien's body inside yeah. of it. She says to to Jesse, uh, like she wants to go out on a date with him or something. He's like, "I'm sorry, I got a girlfriend." She's like, "All well, right." I think she's just hitting treat- on him to get the job. Done, <laughs> sure, but. sure. But she's like, "Treat treat her right." And she's sure. like, "You know, my mother always used to say if uh, if the if if the woman's slaving over the st- stove all day long, the least a guy can do is do the dishes, sure. right?" Sure. And so Jesse uses that information later in the movie when they're in the RV to spark a fight between. Uh, her and Chucky sure. to like distract yeah. <laughs> them from the fact that him and Jade are trying to get away, and she they they get this RV. Uh, Tiffany's making him Swedish meatballs, which is his favorite dish that she makes, and then I mean, she's making Swedish him, meatballs are pretty oh, fucking yeah, bomb. In all fairness, just saying. she's making him uh, um, chocolate chip cookies, and then he looks back and he sees all the dirty dishes back there, and he looks at Chucky. He's like, hmm, she's a good cook, but. It's a hell of a mess back there. <laughs> and so then Chucky, like, I, I thought it was... He's like, yeah! This this sparked one of my favorite scenes, the, the, the lover's quarrel that they have in the RV that leads to, like, just the complete destruction of the RV. <laughs> I thought that whole good. thing was just gold, man. It's, I loved, I loved every good. second of it. I, I knew you need to point this out, though. What? In, in real-life relationships, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that cooks. In most of my relationships, I'm the one that cooks. Did anybody ever do the dishes for me? No. Oh, come on. Just putting it out there. You're fine. Never happened. You're... I did it all. <laughs> come on. Come on. If it's got to work one way, it's got to work the other way. Well, right? you you could ask me, and I'll do them. <laughs> Fair enough. Clean clean my instant pot. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, no. I, I do love that, though, because it's a very real human thing, though, that they argue about, yeah. and, it's like, and, and it leads to like, this utter destruction, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. Um the housekeeper at the end of the movie was one of the main girls from Hocus Pocus. Oh, I, uh, I can't think of her name for the life oh, of me. It's Najimi. Kathy, Ka- Kathy, how do you say her last name? Kathy Najimi. Najimi, sure. yeah. She's amazing. I'm, I'm so <laughs> sad that she was only in the movie for like five minutes because yeah. I love her. When she showed up, I, got, I totally forgot she was in this movie. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, yeah, Ho- so, Hocus Pocus and Sister Act 2, right? Yeah. Was she in yeah. Sister Act 2? Oh, yeah, dude. Damn. Yeah, what a great movie. <laughs> I will follow you. Yeah, right, we're getting to that. Um, okay, on the whole, though, Bride of Chucky, it's it's fun, right? It's a good movie. Chucky it's, was fun on the whole, wait, yeah. I, I think you guys whole. are thinking of Seed of Chucky, though. What's that? that that's the end of Seed of Chucky. No, no, I mean, Kat, Bride no, Chucky. no. He's he's talking about the the housekeeper from uh, from the the hotel. Yeah, oh, she the goes to the hotel. The she man, finds the she finds the lovers dead on the bed because of the glass and all that. Sorry. Like her her reaction to seeing a bunch of broken glass on the floor is. Uh, <clears throat> Probably not. All these newlyweds. <laughs> oh, Naylor, what you doing here? Damn, newlyweds. It's like if somebody walked in and saw a bunch of glass on the floor, they'd be like, what the fuck? But yeah, her... Uh, Crazy kids. <laughs> but then, yeah, like that. but when they pan down and they show the... Because that's the first time you see the full aftermath of the yeah, glass falling on the couple. It's so good. I want to touch on one thing um, before we move on here. Yes. At the end of the movie, uh, Tiffany gets put in the oven. 
And when she is in the oven and she her face is pressed up against the glass of the oven, mm. that is terrifying. It is, yeah. She's legitimately scary at the end of this movie. And she, don't get me wrong, she looks like a wreck for the whole rest of the movie. I mean, she has seen some shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, she's legitimately sort of scary. She's all, like, burned up or whatever, mm-hmm. like, the, like that weird plastic melty burn thing or whatever. Yeah. It's, like, terrifying. And then her and Chucky go at it at the end. And it's like, he kills her twice. That shovel fight is so good. It's shot, awesome. Shot from, shot it's, from above. I love it. Was it was so That's, good. What, that, what was that? Little people, right? It, yeah. it must yeah. have been, yeah. No, for sure, that was. You can tell yeah. by the way they were moving. That it, yeah, they was. were moving like human beings, not like yeah. puppets. But, but it uh, worked, though. It worked way better than like the first movie. Yeah, I think, <laughs> it, I think ridiculous. it I think it came from shooting it with like a bird's eye view. Yeah. That definitely is because in like the original Chucky movie whenever they would use a, a little person uh, it looked actor out of place to, it looked yeah. real out of place in yeah. the original movies yeah. because they 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 perceived Chucky as like this little like three foot doll yet the person the little person <clears throat> playing him was probably like four foot or yeah. so bigger right? I guess my point is like way bigger and yeah. moves very different like right. it was you could just always tell when it was they moved sort of like human. a Benny Hill comedy thing whenever there was like a little person in the costume <laughs> <laughs> it, it did, it did say, I think I think they like especially when uh, he's kind of army crawling in the uh-huh. in like in the beginning when it, he's army crawling from the van back to the police car. Yeah, yeah. You can tell it's a human, but I think they sped up the. They did. They sped yeah. up the footage to make it look like he was moving, sort of. They actually had uh, what? What's the in the movie Children of the Corn? The young like main boy. What's his actor's oh, uh, name? You're, you're, that's more you. You're you than me. I couldn't remember if you guys. I almost used this for my right? stupid fact of the day. No, Malachi was that no. uh, the but redheaded the, uh, guy. He played uh, some of the live action roles of Chucky. Oh, he oh, did? did he really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, I, I read that today when I was looking up my uh, my fact. Well, and, uh, cool. and see, he's like he's he's short. I, he is short, but he's not. He's like. Four foot nine or something well, like that. That's you know technically I mean? considered. Mm-hmm. It's considered yeah. a little person, but like when you're I, talking about Chucky being three foot tall. When maybe. I was in when I was in high school, I dated a girl that was exactly five foot. She was an inch away from being considered a little person. We, no. You said about oh, four foot. No. Okay. Fine. A couple <laughs> inches. A couple inches. Four. But, the four eleven would be yeah. an yes, inch. Yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're five, right. Yeah. I, I, for, I forgot how feet work. <laughs> <laughs> It's all but right. no, it was, it was just always fun though because she was like so short or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Anyway, um, so Bride of Chucky, thumbs up on the whole. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on your damn thumb. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think just one more thing to mention before we move into Seed of Chucky. It's very important. Looks like him. Is the fact that there is a sex scene, which <laughs> which uh, which leads to the final scene yep. of this movie. Which, is uh, which the, was one of the grossest scenes ever. It was very like terrifying too, <laughs> like because uh, it gives new definition to the term splatter movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 Child definitely. Isn't good. It's not always pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been there twice. I've watched it close up, <laughs> um, and it's beautiful. Do tell. <laughs> um, but I want, basically, I want to play by play. <laughs> basically, because uh, Chucky and Tiffany have have copulated and they uh, they have a voodoo pregnancy, which is yep. accelerated. So by the end of the movie, she's like full term. And they birth. Turned, she birthed Bat Boy. She did. Yeah, <laughs> looks exactly like him. exactly like Bat Boy. And then he ends up attacking the only person who knows the truth about what went on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are we to assume that Jade and Jesse are maybe in prison? Who knows? When, when Seed of Chucky takes place. Listen, I'm. They're gonna they're gonna show up in that twelfth movie. 
they're going to come oh, back. Yeah. That, that's how they're playing. That's how they're, 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 get, they're playing the long game. They're going to get hey, Catherine Heigl back. We have that child's play. Uh, we have that child's play series coming up. So maybe they'll play. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll play a role in this in the series. All right. You never yeah, know. Cool. We can only hope. So <laughs> all right, that's uh, Catherine that's, Heigl. All that's right. Bride of Chucky. Hey, so uh, before you jump on, I did. That was John Franklin from Children of the Corn. John, John Franklin. Franklin. And, yeah. uh, and what's the name of the character looks, though? He looks like him a little bit. Doesn't in he? Children of the Corn, he was a preacher, child preacher Isaac. Isaac. That's it. And show him a picture. He looks like Chucky a little bit. He does. Yeah. He almost doesn't even need makeup. And so for Child's Play, he was employed for a lot of it to uh, whenever they showed him Chucky running, jumping, any sure, of that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, but he was credited as Walkabout Chucky. Walkabout Chucky. Walkabout Chucky. Need a little bit of walking money. <laughs> All, right. All right. So let's move on to Seed of Chucky, uh, yeah. the far superior movie. Ah, uh, indeed. No. Arguable. That's arguable. <laughs> um, yeah, so Cena Chucky from 2004. This is the first one actually directed by Don Mancini. Mm-hmm. So Don Mancini has written every movie up until this point. Now he is behind the director's chair. Um, and it's, I, I hate to say this. It's actually I think it's, in the director's chair. It, or in, not on it, but in it. <laughs> um, it's a bit of, it's a bit bittersweet because finally you have the guy who has been creating Chucky this entire time, you know, at the reins. And he creates a movie that, um, to me, did not hold up near as well as I thought that it had in the past. <laughs> now, I know that we have very differing opinions on this. You actually liked it a lot more than I did. Um, yeah, I, I just, again, I thought it was just like a like a fun movie. Like, I took it for what it was. It's just sort of a, it's sort of a silly movie, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and, it, and it's, it is. It's definitely blown way out, way out of proportion as far as the, like, the comedic as- aspect goes. Sure. Um, it it plays out more like a, like Don Mancini said that he he modeled the Bride of Chucky after a, a romantic comedy. Yeah. This one seems more just like a, uh, like a straight up comedy, See, even with a little bit of slapstick in there. To me, it was more like a scary movie, <laughs> like which isn't great. Yeah. You know, like it, it's just kind of a, I don't know. For me, like it felt like a parody to you. We watched this movie about what six months ago. And I thought that it held up better even then. And mm-hmm. I, when I rewatched it a couple of days ago, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my god, this this movie's not good. <laughs> like, like the jokes are barely are barely mm-hmm. funny. It's it takes the whole the, the whole parody route that Bride of Chucky took mm-hmm. and did it like to excellence. Mm-hmm. Seed, it's like they tried to do it again, but they went so far over the top, even for that, mm-hmm. that it it just didn't work for me. Like I. It just fell really flat of what it possibly could have been, and um, yeah, I don't know. See, Chucky, I used to, I used to be a, a protector of it, but I'm not anymore. Like, I, it's just I, not a good movie. I guess, I guess, just to uh, to kind of put it, I'll put it this way: like, if 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 Bride of Chucky was a, a parody, this movie was meant to be. And I said this earlier, I think, before we started recording, this movie's just it's very meta. Like, it's. Meta, you, very in, much in, so. In yeah. this in this movie, uh, every every character is all already aware of what has happened in all of the previous Chucky yep. movies because those in this movie those are all based on real life. Like sure. everything that happened in the previous movies was something that actually happened in this universe. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they started a brand new universe, sort of, um, sort of. But yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Like it, it definitely. Well, in the intro track that we used for the thing, though, he talks about I'm Chucky, the most notorious killer doll. Like he's very well self-aware of what he is, right? Yeah. Which which is kind of funny. But at the same time, though, it's like they. I just felt they took it a little bit too over the top, and it just mm-hmm. it it stopped working after a certain point in time. Yeah. 
in my in in, in my personal opinion. Um, so let's just get this out of the way real quick. Uh, the synopsis here is that Chucky and Tiffany are resurrected by their innocent son, Glenn, from the last movie. Um, uh, they hit Hollywood, where a movie depicting the killer doll's murder spree is underway. The, that movie has nothing to do with anything outside of them setting up them coming back to life. So that's kind of a weird description for this. There's, the movie has nothing to do with anything really outside of... Well, it's 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 just been it's been taken and given the Hollywood treatment. Like, there's an interesting story, even though, uh, according to the people who were actually involved in the, in all of the other movies, this doll has wreaked havoc on many people's lives, killed many people, mm-hmm. and Hollywood has gotten its hands on it and has turned it into a money maker. Yeah, this movie is is a it's it's basically Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back <laughs> meets like I don't know some meets Chucky meets Chucky I guess <laughs> yeah because it really was they're in Hollywood it's all like Hollywood stuff and it's 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 so stupid like Jen- <laughs> Jennifer Tilly's back but she plays Jennifer Herself, Tilly yeah Redman's in it and he plays let's, Redman let's let's go through this real quick <laughs> yeah. so you have Brad Dorf again as Chucky Jennifer Tilly again as uh, Tiffany and Jennifer Tilly, um, Billy Boyd, who plays <laughs> Pippin in the Lord of the Rings movies, mm-hmm. uh, is Glenn and Glenda. Uh, Glenn and Glenda, obviously a three, an ode to the uh, the old uh, Ed Wood movie, Glenn or Glenda, mm. which is exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Man, who plays Method Man, or Red Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have uh, Hannah Spirit, who plays Joan. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> uh, no. She was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, then you have John Waters. <clears throat> Fine. John Waters. John Waters. I love fucking John oh, Waters. Yeah, movie. He was amazing. Apparently, this role was written specifically for him because it's, he was it, a huge fan of the series. It's the perfect role for him because he looks like a sleazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he looks like the type of guy. Like, if you. Have you, you ever could not like have you ever me. been have you ever been sitting in your living room and you feel like you're being watched? It's John Waters who's watching yeah, you. Always. Like, for me it's always like I'm sitting in my living room watching porn and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> John Waters directed this. <laughs> That's what it is for me. <laughs> and also he's watching you from the bushes. So he's watching me from, and watching the people in the movie from the bushes. Oh yeah. Um John Waters is just my he's my favorite Uncle Sleaze. Like that's that's all there is to it. Um and then you have Steve West who plays Stan the uh limo driver oh yeah the love interest if you will <laughs> the chauffeur um okay so if there's anything that you need to know about this movie is it is that the first like five minutes of the movie you're spent watching sperm that's that's all you need to know about this movie. before you even see <laughs> before you <laughs> yes and and very very long birth canal um <laughs> it, it takes them like well i guess Doll anatomy is a little bit different, okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I, I think, well, before you even see the sperm, though, you see you see seed of Chucky, and then from the top of the screen, you just see white liquid yeah. flowing down over the class has officially left the building. Okay, that's that's all. That the the, the fact that that's how this movie starts is everything that you need to know about this movie. Which, which I have it's, to imagine that 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 sequence was 100% John Waters. <laughs> idea it or yeah had to be he called up don mancini he's like i got a great <laughs> opener for you 
just it's called the seed of chucky <laughs> right um yeah it's um this movie is is real crass this movie's it pulls no punches it, it is what it is i mean when you've seen officially seen chucky 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 jerking <laughs> off you've seen everything hmm. quite frankly yeah and you see tiffany's tits <laughs> that part you see was doll version that doll version of tits uh, uh team america eat your heart out okay <laughs> <laughs> apparently the the uh the uh sex scene in in bride of chucky was all improvised by yeah, the puppeteers I heard about that. yeah which which they took it a step further in this one how do you feel when you go home from work that night <laughs> like nailed it <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yep, yep, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, perfect. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, this is the first this is the first movie in Child's Play that shows both doll and human. Yes, it is the first nudity. And, and, and right? which is the thing it in is. with slasher movies, that's a bit of a rarity because nudity by and large, especially in eighty slashers, like that's part of it's part of the, it's part the, of formula. the formula, yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um I do find it funny though, and I did notice this, and I wasn't being a creep, I swear. But like in the, in the shower scene, though, right? Oh it is God. very visible that she's wearing biki- black bikini bottoms in the shower. Am I the only God. one that noticed this? No, it's very visible, like none of us, super visible. None of us stopped and frame by frame it the way you did. <laughs> I, I didn't either. I swear to God, like, I know it sounds like I'm being a creep, but Mike's, I just, Mike's, Mike's just... wearing those Mike's wearing those goggles that jewelers wear <laughs> with like the, the magnifying glasses over each My eye. My eyes were Let's drawn to it because I noticed something like darkly colored. I'm like, what is that? And then when I, but when I looked at it, I realized bush, bush. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> but like no, it was from the side though. And I was like, I mean, she's wearing b- bikini bottoms. Like, you could very easily edit that out though to make the scene more believable, if you will. Like, and they, they were just going didn't... for be- for believable. <laughs> all right, fine, fine, let's fine. go. You mean, let's be honest. You mean like... killer dolls aren't believable? All right, all right, fine. All right, can we talk about the opening scene um, after the sperm? Sure. Okay. The birth. After the birth. <laughs> yeah. No, we're. Um, they're in the house and it's it's Glenda like in the day in oh, the dream yeah. sequence. Oh yeah. That looked like an old like point and click computer game to me. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, like did you like, get that too? Mist. Yeah, an like it was like game. where you like I, I expected to see like a cursor like click on the stairway and then like slowly <laughs> like, like go up and then go up further. Like yeah. it, it really was. That that point of view shot was very much a point and click adventure. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that it was cool though because you didn't know who you were looking at at the time. Yeah, you mm-hmm. kind of just assume that you're watching Chucky. You assume yeah. that at least until yeah. you see the purple shirt when he looks down and right. you're like, "Oh, this is a new character." Um, yeah. yeah, I I like that. Um, we were talking a little bit off air about the look of Glenn slash Glenda mm-hmm. and how it was sort of weird. Like you would think that they that he that they. I guess for, for all intents and purposes here, mm-hmm. uh, would look like the mom and dad, but he really or they, fuck it, <laughs> he she really didn't, you know, like um, however whatever personality that they are portraying at that time. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't caught on to it, this is probably the first transgender um, character puppet character <laughs> in any horror movie. Yeah, I don't know if it's the first character but it's the first kind of, puppet character it's kind least. of that was another thing we were talking about though that's kind of up in the air you don't really it's know a, it's you don't really know if they're trying to 
have Glenn slash Glenda come across yeah. as a transgender character. At first character. it's just an androgynous character and you don't know how to address the character. Right. But then it becomes very obvious at the end. And it's weird because we talked about this. You don't know if, if they're actually transgender or if there is a split like personality, a split personality thing going on. And thing. there's a very big difference between the two. Well, yeah, of and course. I'm honestly semi sort of leaning to split personality only because of the way that they're very different types of people depending on whether it's Glenn or Glenda. Right. So at first it's almost more of a trans thing, but then you get then it ends up being more of a split personality thing mm -hmm. is really what it becomes. Yeah. Which makes more sense at the end. Spoilers, if you haven't seen it, why are you listening? But like <laughs> because they actually become two different people at mm -hmm. the end. So that actually makes more sense for it being split personality as opposed to being a trans person. Yeah. Though at well, least the way that they, a they trans handle it. Doll. Well, trans doll. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, though, so yeah. Trend doll. Trend doll. <laughs> he makes so much sense now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's it's an, a very interesting character. However, Glenn Glenda does not look like either parent. Oh, the only thing that is is normal is that there's a maid in Japan. Um, um, I don't know though. Like he's got the red hair of Chucky, mm -hmm. and the kind of small so, mouth face of yeah, the, 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 the jawline, yeah, the facial didn't come features. From anyone, well, no, not the jaw, but it's but he's supposed to be a a child, like a child, basically. True. You know, I don't know the. I don't think that they ever age. But oh, you know what? This makes perfect sense to me right now. Why? In Bride of Chucky, Chucky was put back together using spare parts from uh, from Tiffany's different dolls. Mm -hmm. So who knows where those genes came oh, from? Oh, yeah, that's true. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. The same thing as the whole Made in Japan thing. That was not an original Chucky thing. That came from the arm of a random other doll. Uh, well, I think that the Made in Japan is on his right wrist. In the first movie? And in, in, every in single, Seed of Chucky, no, but, every but the, single the, wrist, the, the arm that she put on to the Chucky doll in Bride of Chucky was the left arm. But it's led to believe that every single limb was replaced because every one of his limbs was chopped off at the end. That was in Seed. Was it in Seed? Yeah. No, yeah. it wasn't Seed. Crap, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. These movies blend together, guys. Come on, I'm man. sorry. But um, point, is, though, point is, though, the only thing that he has, though, to... to, to see what you know who Glenn and Glenda's parents were were was this made in Japan thing on the wrist yeah. which which Chucky and Tiffany both had so he uh, I keep saying he they I'm being politically correct here they were very much like looking for their 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 mother and father like they're uh, they, they're in a sideshow <clears> with <throat> Psyche what's his name Sykes 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 and shitface Sykes and shitface <laughs> um is a sideshow basically they were an act and uh yeah, that guy looked like Chris Angel on meth <laughs> it actually was Chris Angel on meth well i mean <laughs> so you mean Chris Angel so Chris Angel um so they were a, sh a sideshow act basically and they run away and uh, to find their parents. How, how did Glenn Glenda board a plane? <laughs> how um, did this happen? I, I, well, I don't know, but aside from that, I love the Indiana Jones montage, like where they're flying and it's like... <laughs> oh, like the map. They, yeah, it's the map. Like It's like, oh, Indiana Jones. Um, well, Chucky, Chucky in other movies, like in Child's Play 3, Chucky had shipped himself. Yeah, and when he shows up at the effects studio... Is he in a? He comes out of a box. They oh yeah, come that's out right. Of a box. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Does so he... they ship themselves. So how do yeah. they wrap themselves? 
You, these, you, these are the questions, you guys. These are the questions. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> so, so basically, uh, Glenn, Glenda, find Chucky and Tiffany and go, I'm your son, mm-hmm. in the best Lord of the Rings accent they could possibly do. <laughs> and um, and that's basically the movie. Uh, Chucky and Tiffany are now parents, and it's them trying to reform themselves. But Chucky doesn't want to. Tiffany doesn't really want to, but she tries to convince herself that she wants to. Yeah. That's, not, that's you know, basically well, it. I think, and I think she does, hilarity but, she, but then her true nature takes over at times, and she ends up murdering people again. Exa- exactly. Because basically they want to do right by their child, so they want to... Well, she wants to do right by <laughs> her both, child. They're both hiding it from each other, which makes for some pretty funny, <laughs> some pretty funny things. Like, I thought this movie was crap, but, like... There are some funny parts, and I will give it that. It's not all crap. I, I just, I don't know. I think I think some of the best stuff in this movie is just the uh, the dynamic between the three of them. Like, the acting from all of the other actors in the movie was subpar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer Tilly, I, I think she... She was playing. She was playing Jennifer Tilly, so sure. she, so that character was overblown anyway. Am I the only one that thought Jennifer Tilly looked like ten years younger in this movie too? Um, like good on her. Like good no, on yeah. her. She looked like really good in this movie. I, yeah, like, I thought she. But looked she looked good. like she de-aged from bride to. I mean, she looked. Don't get me wrong. She was fucking hot and bride too. <laughs> but like, she like it looked like she literally de-aged by like five to ten years between bride and and seed. I was just I like was she just, really did. Like she looked great. I just like the fact that she had black hair. Again, no, that does it for you. Well, I like I like girls. Do, with, do you need? Do you need? Do you, I like girls with dark hair. Do you need one of those uh, one of those mechanical right arms that we talked about with Jimmy and Tony? Uh, that that would be left hand and <laughs> no no bionic selfies for me. Thank you very much. Um, but uh, yeah, like, I love the fact that Jennifer Tilly was playing Jennifer Tilly. I think that was very meta. Well, and very fun. And the fact that and the fact that uh, it was it was this whole movie was very self deprecating for her too because oh, yeah. because Tiffany the doll she would, was kind would, of a bitch to Jennifer she would, Tilly. She would talk shit about <laughs> Jennifer Tilly all it's the like, time. Oh, have you she's, gotten fatter? Yeah, she's dragging her across the floor and she's just like, oh god, she's so fat. She's not even pregnant yet. <laughs> yeah. Or like she's gonna sleep with Red Man to get a part, and she's like, oh my god. She's a complete slut. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. And again, it, 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 I love the idea that she was such a sport to kind of play those, those dual oh, yeah. characters. Like, well, yeah, it's, you just, gotta, it's just funny. Obviously, you, know? you got to go into it with a good sense of humor. I mean, if anybody knows anything about self, self-deprecating humor, it's us. That is true. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you've listened to the show... We're a bunch of shitbags. We pretty much hate ourselves. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, I, you know, I... I don't know, man. Like... I want to like this movie a lot. I did. Because mm-hmm. I went into it last couple times watching it. I think I actually was a big... I stood up for this movie to you when you hadn't seen Seed. Um, I just, you've I, seen Seed before, but like <laughs> you haven't seen this movie in a while. Uh, and I stood up for it. And I was like, you know, you should watch it. It's actually really good. And now I find myself on the opposite <laughs> side of the fence being like, this movie really sucks. But like, you, it's not, but you it's watched funny it, at parts, but it's just not a good movie you watched overall. It, you watched it alone this time around? I did. And the first time I watched it, you and I watched it together, and it essentially played out like a comedy. So we, yeah, were, so maybe, so we were sitting and having a couple beers and this laughing This movie might at it. definitely benefit them from having other people to bounce off of. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys have talked about that with other movies yeah. before. Like you, There are certain movies where you need to watch it with some friends. Yeah. Or somebody else. Right. Have sure. a beer. Yeah. Enjoy it for what it is. So when something stupid happens, you look at each other like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was stupid. And I think this. And is And then one, like you, it movies. becomes funnier. Yeah. 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 Because like it's got it's got all the great tropes. Like it's got a rapper in it. 
Like, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, this had yeah, early, it's early, early 2000s. Yeah, it's very, very, it really I mean, did. It on. really did. I mean, um, they kill Britney Spears in the movie. Like, yep. hilarious. Like, <laughs> yep. very of the times. Yeah. Like, so, followed up with the oops, line, I, oops, I did it again. Yeah, Britney, like, it's Britney stupid, Spears, but it's hilarious. Britney Spears' management actually had to put out a thing <laughs> saying that wasn't actually her in the movie because the look like <laughs> looked so much like her. People thought it was her, and they actually had to put a statement out saying she had nothing to do with this, blah, blah, blah. She should have just been in it. I'm right. Come on. Yeah. At that point in time, probably. (laughs) Um, Five years before her comeback. So (laughs) another thing that I thought was a little bit played out was they, 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 I thought it was really funny at first. The fact that Glenn and Glenda knew like karate and Jap and like all this like Japanese type background because, because they had done their homework on, because they thought their their parents were Japanese, you know, like, but they played it out a little bit too much. They kept going back to it. Every once in a while there'd be an arigato. Yeah. By the very end of the movie, I'm like, okay, this is just old now. They've overplayed this joke and just stopped working towards the end. Like the, like the literal, like Bruce Lee moves at the end. Yeah. That was like, the girls like okay this is over the top now like yeah. it's this is too much i'm not laughing at it anymore it was mm-hmm. funny the first two times but now yeah. the, the joke is just way overplayed right. at this point yeah um yeah i don't know i think for me it was like they it just fell off a cliff you know there's a whoever thought that a chucky movie that would deal with like real adult problems was a good idea Mm-hmm. It just kind of wasn't, yeah. you know. Like Chucky is supposed to be suspension of disbelief. I don't want real life problems coming into my Chucky movie, you I, know. Like I, I'm not a parent, but I think more than anything, it was. Uh, well, I don't know. I some some of my favorite scenes were just the, uh, because being a parent myself, like trying to understand what your kid is talking about sometimes, and and there's because there's there's times where Glenn will say something, and you can see Tiffany kind of take on this like really understanding like her like her face is just like oh okay and the role of a concerned parent and chucky's just like uh what (laughs) (laughs) like i sometimes you feel that as a parent sure sure putting aside putting aside whatever uh they were actually dealing with in the movie I've felt that as a parent before where well, like I'm just like what are you talking I about I felt like Chucky handled the situation honestly the best though he tried to imprint himself on the on on his kid and then killed his wife Oh yeah I mean that's how that's how you should always handle it that's right how most, That's how most things end up yeah. <laughs> like, duh it's just re- that's that's the real world welcome to the real world No <laughs> I um I he, he does actually kill he actually kills Tiffany twice in this movie <laughs> Um if you think about it does it yeah yeah it's definitely a back and forth thing um yeah i i i don't don't know what else to say about this overall i feel like this movie was mostly just like it was just it was a collection of scenes just kind of cut together yeah i thought this was it was a collection of jokes maybe that they thought about and then they reverse engineered a movie around the jokes that's kind of how it felt i guess i should say it was a collection of bits just sort of like cobbled together the one thing that though um at the very end of the movie and i i feel as though this is going to play into future movies is that tiffany becomes a real person again Mm -hmm. and uh and you have the the kid glenn and glenda also become their own separate entities Mm -hmm. you have a daughter that is a real life daughter named glenda and you have a son who in real life is named glenn Mm -hmm. and they have the same attributes of those different personality types of of glenn glenda Mm -hmm. so i feel as though because i know what the this is spoilers but if you haven't seen uh curse yet there's a certain scene that happens at the end of uh no you've seen curse 
Oh, Curse. Yeah, You've I seen did Curse. see Curse. Yeah. There's <laughs> a certain scene that happens at the end of Curse, though, that I think plays into this. Mm. Now, I haven't seen Cult yet, so I don't know how this plays out. So we'll get there in, in two weeks, obviously. Yeah. But um, this is going to, I think, at least play into that more so, so we'll see. But the fact that Tiffany is now in the body of Jennifer Tilly, there's a weird thing that happens there. It's like Tiffany is her, then she's not, and then she is her again. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing. But it makes sense for some stupid reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see how that plays out. Yeah. If if that plays out if the way does, that, yeah. that I'm thinking that it does. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think this movie is... It, it has its place in the franchise. Mm-hmm. I just think that that place is at the end of the list. <laughs> <laughs> so far, at least. That's, that seems fair. That's just, that's my personal <laughs> feeling. All right. I, closing, I, closing thoughts? I pretty much agree. I, th- I think there was a... I, overall, I thought it was a fun movie to watch mm-hmm. again. Uh, like if I was gonna tell somebody to watch Child's Play, I definitely wouldn't start with Seed. <laughs> just <laughs> just watch Seed of Chucky, and that's all you need to know about the entire franchise. No, it's it's definitely at the end of the list. So yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah, how but, I feel. What about you? Um, I I think it has its place. I I personally enjoy it. Um, I was twenty when it came out, so I was a asshole twenty year old. <laughs> so of course I like the movie. Sure. I yeah, think I John it, I, like I think John too, Waters so. is hilarious in it. I think his death is great. Oh yeah. When he gets the acid the on his face. Yep. The the CG in the beginning is kind of weird, but then it switches to a practical effect and it's all gooey and yep. stuff. Like that's great. Mm-hmm. Um so I it has its place in in the mythos. Like it's it's there. Sure. Would you it's rank it, it above any of the other ones though? Honestly? No, but it's it's still there. Like I still enjoy sure, it. Sure. Like it's it's part of the, it serves, the whole trilogy. It serves its purpose. There are parts of this movie that come to play into the other movies that come out okay, later on. Okay. So it, which it we kind of figured place. that it would. Yeah. So yeah. okay. All right. Well, at, at that then, that's Bride and Seed of Chucky. Yes. Yes. If you ever wanted to know all that you needed to know about a doll's sperm, well, now you know. Or, or just that's, go. That, or that's just, what you should take away from this episode. Or just go somewhere other than this podcast to learn it. I that's. You, I, I feel you're sending people into a very dark place. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? Okay. Do the, it. In, the internet is a dark place, Michael. Ooh, uh, if so you want is the dark web. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of what I was getting at, but whatever. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can find us in all the normal places that you find podcasts, minus some of them. You figure it out. Yeah, man. Uh, if you want to find Carney, you can find him lugging my base gear around somewhere in the uh, or rollerblades in the on rollerblades on rollerblades in the thumb of Michigan somewhere. You, it, he'll be hard to miss. It's you don't see that every day because people don't rollerblade anymore. You're like, what is that guy doing? If you want to find J Raj, you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording, and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. All right. Let's so do it. Do we know what we're doing next week? Uh no. No. We'll do, um I don't no, our our pizza death or our pizza <laughs> wheel is kind of behind, so yeah. I don't want to use it right now. Uh we'll figure something out though. You know what? Actually I have an idea. What? We've had a beer sitting at my house that uh our good friend Kyle gave us yes. a while ago. Yeah. It is a beer called The Abyss. Oh. And we have been waiting to do a, uh, a show with The Abyss, okay. and then something else that goes with it. Sure. So what do you say we do that next week? Fine. That's fine. So The Abyss and some other water alien movie. Cool. Sounds good. Can't be too many of them, We'll right? figure it out, <laughs> and then it'll be a nice little surprise for yeah. you. Yeah. All right, so there cool. we go. That's what we're doing. Sounds good. Hey, boys, lady, 
<laughs> it's been fun. Thanks for coming out, Carney. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Cheers boys. Try and have a good night.